My name's Owen. I'm the Dungeon Master of our Return of the Giants campaign. Um, hey guys, um, I'm Jared. I'm playing the character of Crassus uh, Antares, a Astral Elf Wizard. Hi everybody, I'm Michael. I'm playing Tetra Aeonite, a Circle Stars Druid. Hi, my name's Claire. I am playing Naudis, or Now, who is a Dwarven Forged Fighter. Uh, hi, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Lyra, the Eldering Druid. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm playing Niall Silverman, the uh, Monk Owlin. Hello! Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Lost Archives. That's funny. I've gone right from hello, hello to welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm just adding extra words <laughs> unnecessarily at the end of every greeting. Um, new season, new word. New season, right? new, yeah. yeah, new season, yeah. new duplicate. Uh, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us live for our Return of the Giants campaign. It's so exciting to have you here tonight. We are very excited for our, our first session. Uh, well, technically not our first session, but also our first session because we did run our session zero last week. Um, that is now up for your pleasure on YouTube and on podcast. You can catch it at uh, YouTube slash at the Lost Archives or on any podcast platform of your choice. Just chuck in the Lost Archives D&D and it'll come up, promise. Um, but yes, yeah, so our session zero, which we ran last week, um, we went through some of the character creation. We finalized some of the aspects of the characters and we did a little bit of a, a backstory as well weaving together the the threads of their narrative backstories to form a, a full tapestry that brought all of these lovely characters together we're going to be jumping straight back in with sessions uh, session one tonight you don't need to have watched session zero i do recommend it though there was lots of really funny moments um some really interesting backstory moments as well um i think we have to give matt the mvp of the session for uh, his characterization of niles which Thank was you. amazing unexpected but <laughs> Welcome. I, think. Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like Niles gave the best characterization of Niles by the end of it. I think Matt was just a slide participant. Yeah, Matt just vanished. I just let Niles take over. Yeah, man, he like it, it just started off so suave, <laughs> and then and then then you went to the territory of hoo hoo, and then yeah. it was like it was so. <laughs> it was I brilliant. Love it. I, I enjoyed every second of it. I was uh, I was loving it. Um, you got actual tears from me, so yeah, that's, <laughs> I, that's high praise. Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, that, I do I do recommend checking it out. It's very very funny. Um, and we're going to be jumping into the session in a moment. First off, um, thank you everybody who came and joined us last night and the night before. Last night for Avatar Legends, the night before for Curse of Strahd. Curse of Strahd campaign is running along really nicely. They've just arrived at the village of Valaki which is one of my favorite locations in the uh, in the Barovian demi-plane. And I'm very excited for them to uh, explore the uh, explore the village in a bit more detail. They've um, been given a few quests, including a bit of a fetch quest to retrieve the bones of a saint stolen from a church. I'm sure that's going to be fine. That's fine. Yeah, that's, that's I'm fine. sure that's not going to be a problem. No. Um, really and uh, what was that? Sorry, Lucky? Oh, so Lucky, fuck you now. <laughs> what was that? Sorry, Michael. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 no chance of cursing. I'm, um, I'm blaming Jared for that slip up because Jared Wait, called what? you lucky just before, and now oh, it's in yeah. my brain. And I was trying, I've been trying so hard to be like tetra, 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 tetra. It's going to take a lot of time for all this to probably. 
I, I am going to call you by the wrong character again. name sometimes. I'll do my best to, to, to fix it up. But when we played those characters for almost two and a half years um, mm -hmm. for Tyranny of Dragons, yeah. it's going to happen. Um, and remember if, if uh, yeah, so thank you everybody who joined us for those for those streams. Um, remember if you're enjoying this or if you've been watching a few of our campaigns, um, hit, hit the thumbs up button, um, hit the subscribe button, leave a comment. We really, really appreciate it. Um, I love to read out stories from the community um, at the beginning of each session, uh, fun tales from the from the groups, just as a little uh, beginning to the stream. So if you want to leave a fun story from playing D&D, Avatar Legends, Edge of the Empire, chuck it in the comments. Um, I do have a funny one tonight that was sent to me by a mate of mine. He hasn't put it in the YouTube comment yet, but he promised he would. Um, this is courtesy of Raf, who I'm sure all of you know very well. He came and guested as Shivers. Um, let me quickly pull open. Give me two seconds. Uh, so this is a campaign he played a while ago. Um, it's not a horror story per se, but it is a bit of a weird one. So he came in and joined a group uh, a couple of months into their session. And he'd been pretty keen on it. He hadn't played D&D for a little bit. He was very keen to get back into it again. Um, but he had gotten one or two little weird vibes during the messaging when they'd started to refer to themselves um, by their character names like during the messaging. And he was like, oh, well, maybe they're just really into their roleplay. Like, that's, that's kind of fun. Um, when he arrived there, they'd started to like dress up a little bit as their characters, which again, like that's kind of cool, like really getting into it. Um, but they had also brought some like weapons with them as well. And I think in his mind at this point, he was like, oh, I didn't know I was signing up for some LARPing. Um, the session progressed and when combat started, the DM positioned them in the yard and then ran at them pretending to be various creatures. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Why not? <laughs> um, so yeah, lots of fun. Um, he didn't go back. <laughs> I feel like that's a missed opportunity. Uh, I I get the sense. I get the sense that it was a bit like a bit far you know when some people I, look, i've never i've never done laughing but um another one of my mates got into laughing and he said one of the groups that he went to to try it out like he had a really fun time but he found the intensity a bit much with this group um right. and that sometimes people can get really intense like when that adrenaline starts flowing and when the immersion's really there people would get a bit intense with their foam swords and like <laughs> get a bit get a bit crazy um not something I've experienced because I haven't done LARPing yet, but I have to say it's probably one of the things like that story is always sat rent free at the back of my mind. And every time I ever think about trying LARPing, there's a little voice in my head that goes, yeah, but some fucker's going to punch you in the face with a foam sword, Owen, because you're a bit of an annoying piece of shit. I can't, I can't refute that. That's just a fact. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, that was a fun story. If you've got any fun wow. other stories that you can share, can be from the campaign, can be something that happened to a character of yours, can be just a fun moment from a, from a, adjacent to uh, to the D&D or RPG or whatever it is, share it. We love them. Uh, alrighty. The thing, the thing I want to know, Owen, sorry. Yeah. Was it like, is, was it like realistically accurate D&D? Like, did they have to only move 30 feet and then stop? Like, like, like how, how, how rule I'll, I'll ask some follow-up questions and I'll get oh, back to you next I week. I don't know. Oh, we've got, we've got, we've got from chat. First time I went laughing, a dude got intense and shield bashed me and broke my glass. This is what I'm talking about. Oh. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Val Nalo. Val Nalo. Did you get nailed, Val Nalo? Um, oh, no. Really sorry about that, man. That sucks. Um, that's, that sucks. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's those stories that make me really cautious to try laughing. Because, yeah. like, look at me. I'm not very strong. I'm not very fit. <laughs> like, 
if someone wants to bash me with a sword or a shield, I'm going to get bashed. It's just going to happen. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, anyway, it was a blast though. Okay, okay, it bounces out. It bounces out. I have to keep that in mind. Maybe, maybe I should give it a try. Um, it's all about self-belief. <laughs> I don't think it is that manifest your destiny. Uh, I'll try. <laughs> As a nihilist, I don't believe in manifestation, destiny, or belief. So um, I'll give it a go. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. Uh, alrighty, let me let me read a quick recap from our session zero, and it's not going to be so much of a recap, more an introduction to the adventure to get us all into it. Um, I wanted to set it so that if you didn't want to um, watch the session zero, if you wanted to jump in at session one, you absolutely could. So let me read that and get us into the zone for Return of the Giants. Um, I'm ready. I'm excited. Let's do this. The Tempest Adventuring Guild, a name now legendary across the lands of Nostea. Four weeks ago, the city of Palin was attacked by a powerful magical force, a sinister cult set on bringing an evil betrayer god, Tiamat, into the world, had launched an assault against the city. But just as all hope seemed lost, and the portal to Tiamat's prison had opened, a band of heroes were able to intervene. In the process of stopping the cult, however, ancient giant magic was reawakened, and all across Nostea, machinery which had lain dormant for thousands of years begun to power on. The giants, a race long thought lost, had returned. But this arrival had been tainted. King Mjorn of the Storm Giants, leader of the Arthing, the giant council of six, gave his life to defeat Tiamat and ensure his people returned home. Without their ruler, the six giant clans have descended into chaos upon arrival, each sure of their own way and right to rule. And with the giant lands having been occupied by the other races of Nostea for generations now, tensions are high and the world seems poised on the brink. All of our lovely players and our characters were contacted by Mira, one of the heroes who helped save the city of Palin and founding member of the Tempest Adventuring Guild. Whether by direct contact, happenstance by bumping into an existing member, or whether they just were in the right place at the right time, these five adventurers have been brought together to interview for the position of newest team member brand new team set up by the Adventuring Guild to help handle a lot of the new problems that the world is now facing. Each of our five characters met and went through the interview process and was deemed not only worthy but perfectly suited for the role of Tempest Adventurer. What we're going to do is really quickly, each of you is going to go through your character, just quickly describe who you're playing, what they look like, and... Um, a very brief description of how they got to this location. We'll kind of summarize the last session really quickly. Um, we'll start with Lyra, because yours is probably the easiest. I am Ali. I'm playing Lyra, the uh, Elder and Druid. And um, yeah, it's, uh, she looks, if you watched uh, the last session, she looks very similar to uh, how she used to. She's still got the giant long shock of uh, wavy red hair and um, fair, fair skin, just covered in an absolute constellation of freckles. She is, though, a fair bit shorter than she used to be now. Um, she is now only about five foot tall after a miscommunication happened when she was making a new body. And um, she's also covered in these um, strange, chitinous, uh, mushroom-like uh, plates, just sort of uh, growing out of her body. Doesn't seem to be causing too much discomfort, but uh, definitely something strange going on. Very nice, thank you. Um... Well, we'll go. We'll go in order along the bottom of the of the overlay, Jared. 
Oh, well, hey everyone, I'm, I'm Jared. I'm playing the character of Crassus. Um, he's an astral elf um, wizard. So we'll be doing a bit of magic and stuff like that. Looking forward to that. Um, sort of, yeah, he, he's sort of, um, the astral elves have like a bluish grayish tinge to their skin, more on the gray side. He has uh, luminescent sort of blue eyes, uh, sort of long white, sort of white gray hair. And he's wearing these like flowing robes that are sort of lined with sort of, um, would you say almost like sort of like an armor sort of inbuilt into them? A yeah, little bit? there's there's these patches of silvery armor. Um, I mean, obviously, Crassus, you would know that this is um, uh, Electrum that's been designed right. and put uh, along the armor because it's it's a it's a very important spell conducting force. So um, when you're up in the floating city of Volus, the, the flying city of Volus, because the gravity is a little bit lower there, um, there are some magnets along the walls, electromagnets that the armor helps align to and actually allow you to to push yourself through the ship quite easily well there you go um so i have that throughout and there's also um and i also have a cloak that um sort of has it almost looks like it's been taken from a part of the galaxy like stars sort of go through it and um yeah some different all different shapes and hues and colors um so that's pretty much crassus brilliant uh next up is matt hey uh so i'm matt don't you mean i Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'm Matt. I'm playing Niles the Owlin Monk. Um, very much, yeah, humanoid owl. Uh, dressed in uh, sort of exotic silken sort of robes, very flowing um, robes uh, with motifs uh, very reminiscent of uh, yin-yang, um, sort of that sort of, uh, that sort of design. Uh, Al, and yeah, and Niles just has is a is a sort of a gray, white, black sort of um, coloration in his in his feathers, um, and and yeah, has two very big, striking yellow eyes, uh, uh, which may seem a little bit uh, intimidating, perhaps to other people, since he isn't really in the uh, in the habit of blinking much. Um, he also does have these two large. Um, protruding uh, feathers that sort of come up from the top of his head in almost like a V shape, um, which are kind of like sort of uh, recognizable um, facial features. Uh, but yeah, Niles is also a, uh, a servant for a, for House Silverbind uh, under the on, on the on the on the job to sort of further the Silverwind name and sort of scout out the uh, the city here to see if there was any sort of business that could be made in the city um but also doubly uh, a big fan of the tempest guild and uh some might say a bit of a super fan um and <laughs> and, and very and very yes. excited now to be uh, to be included as one of their members um and is very excited to see where the adventure will take him yeah niles was more of a a happenstance or destiny uh <laughs> membership <laughs> uh bumping yeah. into lyra in the marketplace uh, during our, our session zero when we were coming up with the shared history bumping into lyra coming back to sort of see the the guild hall and then impressing azua with his uh his uh carter that he did the the monk moves to help show off his uh, his exercise and and essentially being recruited and told that like clearly it was his destiny to be here on this day and uh yeah, yeah. uh brilliant all righty michael hi i'm michael i'm playing tetra a knight um circle of stars druid um she is a earth ganassi or a crystal ganassi as it turns out um with dark skin and long flowing robes and um bits of crystal that seem to have grown out of her body um 
sort of crystalline hair. And um, she is, hasn't been awake for terribly long. She's only just been found and uncovered inside a large geode that appears to have landed or appeared in the cave. So she's joined the Tempest Guild um, just sort of to sort of follow, follow, the, follow the magic that she's experiencing in able to, able to use. Very nice. And Claire. Yes. Hello, I'm Claire. I'm playing uh, Now These, uh, or Now, as they're known as Now. Um, they are a, a race created by Owen, uh, which we've just updated. Um, they're a stone-forged um, fighter. And... Their story is that they were also asleep for an extremely long time and about, I don't know, a month ago, something woke up um, not only uh, now these but also their troop um, deep in the mountains of the Dwarven Fortresses. Um, The Dwarves weren't too happy about this and sought to to rectify it um, but now managed to escape and try and find Loki, one of the other um, giant-forged part members of the Tempest Guild. And with Loki, they kind of found a little bit more about themselves and found a little bit of identity with the Tempest Guild as like a helper. And now they're joining a team, which <gasps> makes them very happy. Exactly right. Well, we, we actually left off last session. It's funny, we kind of did... The present at the beginning of last session and then we moved into the past to bring all of you together and then we mm. we're now actually going to be jumping back to the present again with the beginning of this episode so we're going to be jumping into the sitting room of the night hall the opulent three-story manor house with a tower <laughs> that's been attached to it rather hastily uh that is the location which the tempest adventuring guild operate out of um you're brought in seated down we, we went through this last session, but i'll do it really quickly again now you're brought in seated down by mira introduced to one another um, she goes through the questions gets a bit of an understanding about who you are and your backstory um and then we jump back in as she sort of nods and goes yes well i think you would all be perfect for the role that we have in mind um lyra it's so nice that you have a, a team once again um Everyone, Lyra. Lyra really likes mushrooms. I mean, they're, they're really, they're really cool. I mean, I mean, who, who wouldn't like mushrooms? I guess. <clears throat> um, I don't mean to pry, but you finally have a team again. What happened to the last one? As I, as I do, look a bit more nervous because I'm oh, really like, no. I don't have the, the context. Is, they were all still fine and alive and stuff. Uh, I, I kind of died and then. Someone else got my body, and so I was just kind of drifting around as a soul for a bit. Um, and so, Ooh. yeah, it, it's I have a new team in the sense that uh, I am no longer a soul that is drifting around and uh, relatively aimless. I definitely have not lost my look of. Um, yeah, I, I'm still surprised. Mira, Mira steps in and goes, um, "Lyra, Lyra used to, uh, used, used to run with our team, but when, um, when she." Uh, was on the receiving end of some rather strange magic. Uh, Shana, her uh, twin soul, had to take over for a bit. But now that we have Lyra back, 
uh, she's very keen to to help out and we thought a, a new group to to stay with and work with would be perfect for her oh yes that sounds perfect um glad that got clarified um I, I look at Lara I definitely am um interested in your your mushrooms that tend to grow off you by the looks of it. I, I myself have a bit of a um, bit of an interest in herbalism and alchemy so that is definitely something I would like to you know we could yeah I definitely would like to learn about some of that and if you do decide to sell any Ly- uh, Lyra I'm I'm willing to buy them <laughs> well I was actually thinking about that I mean like as we're traveling around I mean I do a fair bit of herbalism and alchemy myself uh, depending on the day and what kind of sleep I had but um I don't know, maybe we have some spare time. We can right, cut some of these mushrooms off and <laughs> see what see what happens. That'd be wild. It just doesn't hurt. I mean, it's, you know, it doesn't have, like, herb cells or anything. And she sort of, oh. like, just, like, pokes at one with, like, a dagger or something. So, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to cause you any pain. Unnecessary no, pain. No, that would be awful. No pain. I, legit, it doesn't hurt. It feels thing. Like, it's, uh... And, and I you... think it's kind of like hair. As you rip one of these off, there's this excruciate. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the mushroom, the mushroom starts screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can hear the song of the mic and it's deep beneath the earth turn violent. <laughs> uh, no, no. Um, well, um, what I was, uh, I was hoping was that we could get together a team of, of wonderfully skilled individuals and it seems we have found one that's so exciting so i'm thinking now that perhaps we could go through the the brief of what we what we need there will be many tasks that you will serve as part of the membership of the tempest guild and i have badges for each of you and mira reaches into a knapsack and pulls out these um, essentially like metal shields engraved with the symbol of the Tempest Guild, the lightning bolt. In fact, I'm going to wreck on that, sorry. The sh- badges are in the shape of a lightning bolt carved out of metal, like ca- cast in the shape of a lightning bolt. Um, and it just has uh, a big letter T on it for Tempest. Oh, yeah. these, these are your membership badges. Let me pass them out to each of you. Uh, you could affix them to a cloak or a bag or somewhere else. I've already skewered it through a bit of mushroom that's like on my chest or something. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just, can I get you to roll me a slider hand check in case you accidentally give yourself a new nipple piercing? Um, Did you guys no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Did you guys hear the screaming again? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You don't have to. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Um, you, you fix it onto, onto a piece of mushroom, Lyra? She's like, you know, it's just like, like it's like a corkboard. Um, same way that you sort of can stick some like decorative pins in the corkboard as you walk past. It's just just gone. <laughs> oh, um, will that not fall out, Lyra? It may. It may. Uh, I'll, I'll keep an eye on it, I guess. Oh, now it is. I realise that you might need one with a slightly larger spike at the back. I have one prepared. Oh, we, we have an item of clothing now, um, and they'll hold up their like really long traveler cloak. It's the only thing that they that they have actually. Wait, have you been naked this whole time? No. Oh, so yeah. 
Well, so, well technically, yeah. So, so yeah. when you look at when you look at Nowdis, Nowdis is made of stone. It's carved from stone. Mm. All of the armor and um, clothing is carved into the same stone. So it looks like Nowdis right. has oh, been okay. has been carved yep. fully clothed from like stone. Like an actual statue. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. A warrior, yeah. Basically. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. Yep. Yeah. But but no, they're very no, excited because no. they've got this this cloak. Um, yeah. Like, no, no. I think it would go right there. Yes, it, it, it does look wonderful there. Uh, well, um, so here is what I am thinking and what, what I have approached each of you for. As you are no doubt aware, after the uh, return of the giants, roll credits, after the return of the giants <laughs> to Nostea. <laughs> he said the name of the thing. Um, he did the thing. That was unintentional. I don't know why. What's the roll credits for? Oh, that's from um, Cinema Sins. <laughs> I, really like, I really like Cinema Sins. I don't know if it shows. Um, <laughs> he said the thing. Uh, after the, the return of the giants to Nostea, um, there has has been a bit of um, a bit of upheaval. I'm sure you've noticed. Uh, unfortunately, with the giants no longer obeying the will of the council um, of the All Thing. Each of the clans has now approached things a little bit differently. Loki has been working hard with the storm giant uh, Sinmare, trying to uh, restore some semblance of order, but um, it has met with some friction. The hill giants, the clan of the hill giants, is the first that we are going to need to investigate. Because there are six clans, we are spread a little thin. The other team that we hired to investigate uh, a town, Dowerbridge, uh, to the north, has gone missing. Um, We will be looking into where they might be. Perhaps it was a, a more challenging task than they originally suspected. But what, what we need is for someone to go and follow where the hill giants have travelled. Um, if you head to the north, some of the intelligence that we have received from Loki indicates that uh, the hill giants took their flying fort uh, over in the north western direction following the coast. Uh, they originally had their lands on a large hillock down in the uh, down in the area there, but unfortunately it is now the site of a town, uh, La Spire. I was hoping you could head to the town, ensure all is well, and if you can, try and make contact with the hill giants. Uh, do we know anyone that may have previously known the hill giants? Like, can we, like, name drop someone and be like, oh, hey, uh, so-and-so totally sent us, um, please don't kill us. Unfortunately, name-dropping Sinmare won't get you very far. Uh, she's not as respected as her father was, uh, always seen as more of a tinkerer than a leader. And uh, Queen Chimere has sequestered herself in grief for the loss of her husband. Mm. Unfortunately, the giant clans have all turned against one another is chaos. They are all vying for power and for control to become the, the new leader of the Althing, the, the leader of the giant council. Unfortunately, this has resulted in a lot of uh, other folk being caught in the crossfire. 
is this mission kind of a uh, avoid combat at all costs kind of thing? Like, you know, we're not like trying to like piss them off even more than they might already be, or is this like a if they shoot at us, we could shoot back at them? Um, that is a good question. I don't know the answer. Sorry. I think we should not go looking for combat, but if it meets us, I think we have to at least respond. I am hoping that I'm hoping that a diplomatic solution can be reached, but I've been warned by Sinmare that the hill giants can be challenging to reason with. Do we do we have a, a present to give them? Could we give them a something nice? Hill giants, from what I understand, crave food above all else. They are gluttons. Uh, we Ooh. have been working on some sort of uh, prize that you could present to them. Um, I believe Griswold has some more details. There is a, a spell he has infused into a stone. Uh, Hero's Feast. We are hoping that um, transporting food across the land when we don't know where they are could be rather difficult. So. This seemed to be the easiest solution. I did pack my uh, my cooking utensils, so I can perhaps whip up a meal for them if they need it. Mm, in, indeed. I I wonder if your utensils might be a little uh, oh. small, Niles. Okay. Oh, I'll just c- cook a lot then. I'm, I'm used to cooking for, for, for the House Silverwind. I'm, I'm sure that the Hill Giants will... We'll how many hill giants too for me? How many hill giants are we sort of expecting to come into contact with? Well, that is one of the complications I was going to say for the end. Um we know that the hill giants have fractured into three dominant groups. Um we believe that this this main group the most powerful group that we are hoping to try and bring back into the fold. Um, we believe that they are currently uh, being led by Ganglot. Uh, she is a rather uh, formidable hill giant. In hill giant society, uh, the biggest often is the leader. And, uh, well, she's certainly rather large for a hill giant. How large are we talking here? Um... I don't have exact measurements, but uh, I believe when Loki communicated large, he gestured both uh, vertically and horizontally. Oh. Okay. Uh, that is rather good to know, then. Uh, forgive Indeed. me, but if there are... Um, no, um, if there's three different groups and uh, we go and give a feast to one of them, is that not likely to set the other ones get an angry? Oh, well, our current plan is to hopefully contact all three. Uh, it's just that contacting the larger, more powerful group first hopefully will give them a, a look of legitimacy so that we can uh, help the fractured uh, problem deal with itself in a way. If the one group that is larger and stronger is seen to be uh, favoured, we are hoping that that will mean other giants will abandon these other leaders. Ganglot is is technically the the actual group uh, leader. She she was the representative of the hill giants at the other thing. Um, 
the others are uh, in giant culture seen as usurpers to approach them with an offer uh, might cause insult it is uh, tricky do they take well to being butted up or bribed or do they kind of take offense at that I mean you know we could go in with all the flattery in the world but you know if it turns out they kind of hate that then that'll really not work in our favor uh, I would uh, be cautious how you approach um, the hill giants don't give much credence to uh, to words more actions that is why we're Good. hoping walking up presenting food and then maybe showing uh, a bit of strength might be the best way to go also, sounds like a good plan what, what do they eat uh, I asked Loki that question, and he said yes. Ah, <laughs> oh. oh, so pretty much anything then. Uh, that would seem to be the message. Yes. Well, that makes things a little bit easier then. Um, I, I in the history books that we were able to find referencing the giants, uh, there was mention of hill giants eating people. Oh. Oh. That is, that is not good news. I'd rather like to remain not eating. Um, mm. That would be preferable. Well, if we cover ourselves in spikes, would we be less appetizing? But that probably uh, but, you know, if we got like a bunch of spikes, like um, I don't know, I'm imagining like if you had like, these birds that were like constantly swooping you, you'd like attach spiky things to you that would like scare mm. them away. I mean, maybe it would work in the same way. Perhaps you could get your mushrooms to grow more pointed. Oh, I have. Ah, see. Mm. Maybe you could just feed them the mushrooms. I don't think I can make enough. By the sounds of it, I need a fair bit more than um, the. I mean, I guess there are a few, few here, but probably not enough to feed a giant, not to mention many of them. Oh, don't worry about it. We'll just wing it. Ha ha ha! Where's my counter? <laughs> For podcasters, as you might not remember, that's playing a bird. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got a whole, I've got a whole bunch lined up. Uh, well, I just said before, you have to beat 81 points of damage, is what I took last time. Oh, okay. All right. I'm going to 81 oh, points of sight. Oh, throughout the whole campaign. Did you yeah. keep a track of that? I did. Yeah. I think I think mine is going to be much higher. Oh, uh, yeah. Mine's going to be a lot higher than that. Oh, yeah. God. Can I just say, though, it appears that there's a number of people in chat who are birds of a... F- oh, fuck. <laughs> nice. I think you have to roll D4 now. Oh. <laughs> nah, that was difficult. <laughs> nah, no, no, uh, that was deliberate, obviously. Um... <laughs> Sorry, Claire. Yeah. Um, that's two. That is, that's a total of seven damage so far. How many can we get in a single session? Um, Nearly one eighth of the way there. Jeez. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not boding well for episode one. <laughs> Mira, Mira nods and smiles. Goes, yes. Well, as you can see, we need extraordinary people to to, to take on this task, and and you you are them. 
We yeah, are most definitely then... going to try. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> at some point, surely, I'm going to build up a resistance to laughing at that. <laughs> surely, right? Like, there's got to be some level of resistance that I can build mentally. You'll be like Gandhi and Sif. Like, you just build this certain level of resistance. It just flips over to, like, the negative <laughs> resistance. Negative one. No. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is, it, is that why Gandhi and Sif... Five and Civ Six was like always like shooting off nukes was because it was yeah. like an integer. O- yeah. Was it an inter- o- integer overflow? It was, okay. I never knew why. He was originally designed, I think it was like one or zero or something, but then there was like a glitch where like if you unlocked a certain achievement, it would like reset the counter all the way back. Oh. So it would go to like the very like end, like the, the highest number possible. So he would become like ultra aggressive for no yeah. reason. Which and, and they it kept just like, became like a running joke yeah. throughout all the Civs. Because I know I know it's been a running because I've only played Civ four, five, and six. And so I knew I knew there was a running joke. I didn't know the origin of it, but an integer overflow error makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> Very right. funny. Exactly right. yeah. Yeah. I always assumed it's like a programming error where they had like um they'd accidentally entered a negative or a positive. I guess in a way that is kind of what it is. Like an integer overflow is just yeah. an accidental negative. Yeah, that's amazing. That's really funny. That's I, I never knew the origin of that. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I now know. Um, that's my new fact for today. Uh, yeah, Mira, Mira nods and goes, um, now there are some things that we can provide you to help you on your journey. Uh, horse and cart to help transport you to the, the city of Last Spire. This is the very cart that, um, that we are used to travel. Uh, during our journeys towards the north uh, before we got an air of decency. What? Now, we would We would love to take you on the airship, but unfortunately <laughs> it is currently in Chiari. Um, oh. We've uh, Shana had to uh, to run to do a, a delivery and pick up of some more uh, wine from Bacchus. <laughs> I have heard your, your love of, of wine. Very well known. It makes perfect sense. Oh, I actually don't drink very much of it, but uh, uh, it is quite popular, the draconic wine uh, brewed in Chiari. Oh. I prefer a, a strong cup of tea. Oh, of course, of course, yes. That's what I knew about you. Meadowbrook gold. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to try that. I made Yorkshire in this world, it's called Meadowbrook. <laughs> Well, did you have any questions, any things you needed to clarify about the mission? Oh, uh, do we have a budget? Uh, a, a budget? A budget, yeah, for like, you know, travel expenses, like, I don't know if there's, if we need food or stops along the way or snacks. That is a good point, Lyra. I did spend most of my, uh, spending money on uh, getting these, uh, uh, business cards sorted out. Um, B- bis- business cards? Oh, oh, yes, yes. Um, uh, I, I got these made up. I heard that you would appreciate that. Ha- now, my question is, have you included Tempest Guild member on your business card? Or have you I not? Because if you... I, I need to know. Would, I, reckon, I reckon... Look, I reckon <laughs> Niles would have been that confident that he was going to get in that he would have done it. And I think also, like, Niles just loved the idea of looking at that card and seeing... Yeah. Tempest member on it, like I yeah. think it was like if he was going to spend big money on getting these cards done, he would have been like, "Yeah, I'm make make the it. card for the job you want, not the job you have." Right? Exactly. Yep. And what does your business card look like again? What did we say it looks like? It was uh, like a... So Niles has gone into the great effort of creating like almost like this, um, this like filigreed silver feather 
uh, with Nile Silverwind drawn on very like with a very calligraphy uh, style, and then Tempest Guild member underneath, sort of flowing through this like uh, this feather shape. Um, and nice. yeah, it's basically been this silver foil has been like debossed into the card. The card itself has been cut out um, very, very uh, painstakingly, I would imagine. Uh, I don't know if uh, there are many machines that would be able to like die cut in this world, but yeah. It oh, would yeah, be, uh, there'd be a gnome artificer that you find. That, okay, sure. The, yeah, 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 yeah. If you head to the craftsman's district, you would have found a gnome artificer oh, okay. with no effort at all. Amazing. Um, who would have immediately just... been like, you, oh, you want a feather cut out? I've got a million Ooh, different feathers. Okay, so Stumbling around and pulls out about four or five different feathers. And right, like, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's, yeah, he would have got like a whole bunch of those made up. And uh, yeah, he'd be very like proud of them. Brilliant. He'd be like very nervously being like, ah, oh, yes, I, I got this made up just, just for the occasion. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, as Mira looks down and goes, oh, these are, these are very nice. Oh, you, yes, you should be very proud. This is a, a lovely business card. I, oh. I, I quite like collecting business cards. Oh, oh well, what an honor it is. Uh, please take take as many as you want. Um, oh, wow. The mirror telling me that she loved my business cards? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like... But <laughs> I, I'm, get, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um... I do have questions. Um, how, about how long of a journey is it to uh, this uh, uh, last? Was it last bridge? Last spire. Or last, last spire? That's that's the one. Last spire. Uh, we'll probably take around two days uh, along the main road. Uh, are the the roads these days well policed? Um, don't want to get accosted by any ruffians in the way. Uh, the, the the main road should be fairly clear for most of the journey. Um, uh, there are some sections which are not as well protected. As you get further away from Oxenfurt's, the guards tend to uh, tend to patrol a bit less uh, diligently. Uh, but as you get closer to the the individual towns along the way, there should be at least some presence of uh, of guards. Uh, this one also has a question. Yes, now. Who who are we finding? Who are the other people we need to? Oh, you don't need to worry about the other uh, the other team who were sent to check out Dower Bridge. That uh, that is something that uh, that I am looking into. That I will be uh, focusing on and uh, Azua as well. Um, that that is our responsibility. You t- you don't need to locate those missing adventurers. Um, that was just a sneaky in law plug for the Curse of Stride campaign. Yes, nice. <laughs> 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 well, um, if there are no other questions. Uh, I don't think so. We get eaten. Is that a problem? Uh, do do avoid that. I would hate for um, anything awful to happen to any of you, uh, in, including consumption. Both yes, types. Tetra, I, don't, I don't believe that would be very good. Uh, Tetra, I also think um, you would probably give them really bad indigestion regardless. Oh, I don't know about that. I think now this would give uh, Tetra a bit of a run for her money. Uh, quite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The crystals are sharp and jagged, though. So, also, I, I don't know. The way out. Oh. Oh. I don't know how to process that information. <laughs> Neither would the giant. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, um, if there was uh, any uh, equipment you need, oh, sorry, Lyra, you asked about allowance uh, for for traveling costs. Completely yeah. forgot. Sorry. Um, yes, uh, the, the, if uh, when, when you get to the cart, you will find there is uh, some gold in there to help fund your your food and drink and stay along the road. We don't want you to be uncomfortable and. The, the guild, we've had times where uh, we have been a bit um, tight with uh, with our gold and platinum, but at the moment, uh, things are looking good. We are doing very well. Um, so there, there is some, some gold in the party for you to, uh, in, in the, in the um, gold in the in the cart for you to, to spend. That is marvelous. I believe it is about 60 gold. That should cover your journeys for uh, at least a month or two on the road. Assuming we don't spend it all the first night, but hmm. we'll, uh, we'll, we'll put it with someone that's more safe. Was that, was that 60 gold each or, or the total? Oh, yes, 60 gold each, of course. Ah. Sorry, I just needed to know to. Is that a lot? It's a good amount now. Hmm. Lara's probably just got like dollar signs in her um, hmm. eyes or of course. the equivalent gold of. Of course, any leftover that you don't spend on the journey, um, and, and, the, and whatever you spend on the journey, if there are things that you need to get, maybe ingredients, maybe um, potions, things like that, feel free to, to spend that money on those things as well. Anything that uh, might help, please. <laughs> DM me David Attenborough. I can DM us David Attenborough. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Okay, carry on. Uh, now these has got the gold in their hands, and there's like... Just staring, just staring at it. Just like this yes, is. Uh, you could else. find a number of items in the uh, in the marketplaces. Such an eclectic mix of weapons and armors, all on display for adventurers who might wish to use them. Oh. That was amazing. Hell yeah! Well, no, damn it! I proved you right. I didn't want to prove you right, but I guess so. <laughs> I was bullied into no. it. Doesn't count. <laughs> um, any other questions that you wanted to ask? Uh, does Nell have something to hold all the gold in? Um, as as far as I can see, they only really have the cloak. Are there pockets in that cloak? And Lyra, I think she's just uh, wanting to make sure that, like, now sort of like someone's showing her oh. at least. It's like this is where you put money. Like, that reminds me. Oh. I am such a scatterbrain sometimes. Professor Griswold, we commissioned him to uh, create an item for you that we thought would be the most useful item to take with you. Uh, it's a group item, but uh, one of you oh, might want to carry oh, it. Um, don't here. tell me. And she reaches don't in tell me. and pulls out a small satchel <laughs> marked with a lightning bolt down the center. And as she opens it up and reaches in, you watch as her hand disappears into the pouch Whoa. far deeper than it should as she uh, hands over a, a bag of holding. Ah, yes. Um, Gris Griswold said that uh, we, we discussed a few items that might be the most useful for your journey, and we decided that this would be the most important magic item to assist in your travels. Just like Is you that bag still on your adventures? What an honor. What was that, sorry, sorry I cut you off, Lyra. No, no, what was that? Oh, uh, I was actually, I was just going to ask, uh, the bag's not still full of stale pastries, is it? Oh no! This this isn't this isn't Jin's bag. He would not part with his bag. Uh, we would not have asked that of him. I think he uh, 
think he's quite attached to his bag. No, this is a new one created by Professor Griswold. There is uh, only one thing in this bag that I uh, I would like to show you. Uh, and as Mira tips the bag inside out, a whole bunch of confetti, as well as a sign saying, Welcome to the Tempest Guild, drops out and lands on the floor. <laughs> nice. Uh, Niles is ecstatic. Um, he loves this. He's having the best time of his life, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just varying levels of... of, 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 of fair. Yeah. On a scale of one to who, where are you at right now? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's, it goes without saying that when Niles is excited, he he he, hoo, he hoos a lot. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's Niles is having a hoot. He's having a hoot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just want to see if Claire counts that as a as a pun. No, I was waiting. I am thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was very subtle. What's subtle? It doesn't pain me, though. Like, oh, okay. I'll burn. try harder. Has anyone made a joke about being in denials yet? <gasps> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, um, obviously, if you wanted to spend some of that uh, gold on, on items, you could uh, talk to our blacksmith, Hal's Under the Earth. She... um. She would be more than happy to outfit you with any equipment if there were things that you specifically wanted. Otherwise, if you're looking for potions, I have a, um, a shop recommendation that I can send you to. Um, back at the, the guild hall, the, the, the League of Adventurers, uh, there is a, a lovely gnome that you can buy some potions from. I do think some potions would be handier in our adventure. Yes, well, this will be a good chance for you to see the the League headquarters. Um, we this is this is where we started as a minor guild with the League before we became our our own. Following in your footsteps, how poetic! Well, um, please don't hesitate to contact me or any of the other guild members if there's anything you need. Um, Azua will be around uh, a fair bit of the time. Uh, I, I think we'll be able to find him most days here. Otherwise, oh. when Loki and um, Loki and Shana return, you can obviously go to them for any things that you might uh, need. Yes, Niles. Oh, um, I just that just sparked a question. Um, if we are on the road and we need to contact you, is there any way that we can do that? Or um, how, how, how is best to contact you when we're on the road? I was going to save this as a surprise for when you got into the... Uh, into the wagon, but there uh, is a, uh, a device in there that allows you to speak to us. Oh, wow. How fascinating. Well, wonderful. I think, I think that should be all. I think we can go with that. Excellent. Well, um, please welcome and congratulations on being part of the team and have a safe trip and uh, make sure to report back regularly. Oh, we will. Oh, we will, Miss Miss Mira. We will do that. With that, Mira gives a bow, picks up her cup of tea, finishes the last little bit, places it down on the sideboard um, before giving each of you a bit of a nod and a smile, her, her draconic face splitting open into a smile. Um, I probably should have described Mira for people who are just joining us. Mira is a dragonborn, half silver, half red, dressed in long flowing blue robes marked with... Um, with fur hide um, 
And as she gives a smile and a, and a nod to each of you, she then begins heading back upstairs, moving out of the the opulent sitting room where you've started, and uh, and heading into uh, heading into a room beyond. With that, I pass over to all of you guys. What would you like to do? If there's any shopping that you wanted to get done, um, now might be a good time to do that. If there's any items that you wanted from the blacksmith, um, I mean, there is a designated blacksmith attached to the attached to the guild hall, attached to the night hall, um, house under the earth, the tabaxi. Otherwise, uh, if you wanted to head to the League of Adventurers, get some potions or anything else in the city, remember Oxenfurt is a merchant trading hub the the merchant city uh for the empire the the ocean empire so anything you want will probably be found here for a price mm. yes i'm keen to buy as much as i can <laughs> i mean these clothes i've got here are nice but i think i need something a little bit more protective in case I get eaten. <laughs> seems highly likely. <laughs> I don't know why I was expecting to hear you say seems highly unlikely, but that's what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> well, based on what Mira said, um, the, the giants have a voracious appetite. I mean we'll do our best to not let that happen, of course, but I mean <clears throat> I mean not to be not to be rude, but Niles, I think the giants would probably be um, and I look around a little bit awkwardly. Um, <clears throat> probably eat you first. Oh! Chicken is a much-loved, um, <clears throat> you know... What dare you compare me to such common creature? <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but to a hill giant, they, I don't think they'll notice the difference. Oh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just all feathers. There's no meat here. I don't think they'll have much of a case for me. Just to be safe, we just get some extra spikes and we'll just stick them on just in case. <laughs> You're going to turn us all into porcupines? It works for the porcupines. That is true. That is a good line of thinking there, Lyra. This would, this would take days to get this sort of spikes. We're leaving today. Time. I probably could have figured this out ahead of time, but uh, oh well, live and learn. In any case, I'm in no need of any type of weapon. I have the weapons right here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am the weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I am a weapon. Um, but perhaps uh, uh, some some magical potions would be good in case anyone runs afoul on the road. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Crassus doesn't laugh. Crassus doesn't laugh at much jerks. I absolutely laugh. Lyra <laughs> is just cackling away. We're up to 12 damage by now. That's just over 10%, and we are not even 10% of the way through the first episode. <laughs> oh, sorry. Wow. Okay. Apology yeah, not accepted. That's fine. The idea is not terribly unwarranted. Um... Uh, Tetra will bend down and, and press her hand to... Is there dirt around here or is it all paved? Uh, inside the... Because you're currently inside the, the guild oh, hall. The, oh, the sitting room. I mean, polished wood floors, a beautiful woven rug, um, probably from Chiari. Now that you'll get a little bit closer, you can see that the rug has these um, flowing draconic shapes uh, weaving through the pattern on the rug. Uh, very lovely 
plush leather armchairs that you're sitting in. Um, no dirt in here. This place is kept. Oh, actually, no, that's not true. There are some pot plants. Lucky as you can reach over to a pot plant and pick up some dirt. I'm sorry, what? That's that's there's some lucky. pot plants. Lucky could. Oh, yeah. <laughs> lucky. Well, you, well, oh okay, no! Uh, yeah. so she'll, she'll take a um, a handful of the dirt. Shit. And like, as it sits in her hand, it just sort of just starts to interact with the magnetic field and form itself into a spike, which will then stick on herself. Oh, yes. I mean, that is the way. It's it's a beginning. <laughs> this is this the way. Is the way. <laughs> <laughs> Who's been watching the Mandalorian? Can I figure it out? It's a hard, it's a hard quiz. Let's quiz hard. Put the liquid. Come on, seriously. When we, when it comes to being eaten, you are not going to be eaten first because of that sharp spike. Sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's, let's just let's just try and avoid being eaten then. Don't want our adventure to come ashore. We still like the idea of some potions, though. Yes, I think we should visit that gnome uh, fellow that Mira mentioned in the league hall. Was that where it was? Yes, I believe it was. I'm... So, so a few people want to get potions. I think Tetra wants to get armor. By the yeah. sounds of it, and I want to get um, a herbalism sure? kit and a uh, alchemist supplies. Alrighty, perfect. So, um, who would like to travel with who? I'm also going to be after some um, supplies in the kit way. So it sounds like Tetra, Lyra, and myself are probably going roughly in the same direction to the market mall, and you. Yeah. And yeah. If you guys want to get potions, then it's the league hall. Yeah, well, let's I think do... uh, now these and, and and Niles are probably going to go get potions. Should we, do, should we do Tetra first? Because Tetra's going by herself. So let's do... Should we do Tetra first, going and getting some armor oh, I from... Thought we'd all, I thought we'd all go to like the market together. But oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd probably, I'd probably go in with her. Yeah, cool. Okay, perfect. All right, so um, let's, do, let's do Tetra, Cressus, and Lyra heading to the markets. Yep. Um, just before this. we start buying stuff, um, yes. if I can, I'm just gonna oh, sorry, ask the other PCs um, what um, like uh, tools slash kits that they have on them slash that they're intending on buying because um, like, I'm gonna try and make sure that we have a, a mostly covered like set of bases, like yeah, okay. just like holding. Well, well, Niles did mention this already, but he did mention that he has a cook's utensils being from a servant, more of a servant sort of mm. background. Um, he has yep. that ready to go. And I, um, mason's oh, tools. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's cool. That makes sense. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that you can repair yourself, yeah? Yes. <laughs> All right. Any other tools? Um, yeah, I was looking at doing herbalism and alchemy, so then I could, like obviously get plants and turn to potions and sell them and actually have like a little you know a little side hustle side hustle Ooh, to nice. make some gold and also I, I knew that um having lara i didn't know if you're going to go down any of that route but i was 100 percent willing to maybe talk about growing some mushrooms and other things and you know the other cool thing is is that um i mean if, if we get to the point where we decide that we need someone with 
like a particular specified skill set, uh, I can usually just sleep on it, and then um, some random ass mushroom magic kind of happens, and then suddenly I can do it. And so oh, yeah. if we have all the things on us, then at least um, you know we're at least twenty four hours away from having a proficiency in said thing. Like today, I, I can play bagpipes, but only today. That's the oh. elven trance thing, isn't it? Oh uh, yeah, the elder and um. Oh, that's cool. Because I can, I can also do that. Yeah, but I think I'll oh, just leave it. I'm worried of him pronouncing I'll let you be the, Elderin, you be the jack of all trades. Whole time, is it Elderin or Eladrin? It's, I think it's Eladrin. Oh, I have no idea whatsoever. Oh, I think it's Eladrin. It's Eladrin. I think it's Eladrin. It's Eladrin. Oh, I prefer because there's an A in it. That's why. But it's A L A. But it also works with what Ali's saying. Ali, Ali's also like that's a legitimate pronunciation based on the spelling. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's mm. cool. I liked it when you said it last time. Ah, like, uh, sure, yeah. yeah. Mm. I need to remember the two different ways of pronouncing it now. <laughs> <laughs> Eladrin or Elderin is what you said before. Eladrin. 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 No, I think I just I just enunciate the lad, so that's why I'm like the lad. Lad. She's a I lad. Think I think, I think lad. most people do. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if that. Oh, it, oh, okay. It might come from. Okay, it might come from actually a word. It turns out. Uh, it might come from old Gaelic. E Eladrine is actually. We've all been saying it wrong. It's Eladrine. Uh, oh, Eladrine. Eladrine. Excuse me, in my convict accent. <laughs> <laughs> my convict accent. <laughs> Just because I was shipped off to the colonies with no education or for stealing an apple. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least my great granddaddy was. Um, yeah, El Eladrine is apparently. So we've all been Eladrine. wrong, according like to it. the. Uh... <laughs> For a whole 105 episodes. So, it's, it's fun to use the kits in, yeah. you know, Eladrine. how we use yeah. them. Eladrine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's amazing that you've just got like proficiency in bagpipes one day and then not again. <laughs> I also like how you're retexturing it rather than being like a fey feature. It's just like uh, you you sniff the spores from mushroom and you're like, yeah, I know how to do this now. It kind of feels like if you ever roll poorly, fey. yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you ever roll poorly, it's you think you're doing amazing. Like always, you're gonna think you're doing a great job, but whenever you roll like under a ten, I'm gonna say like, like Lyra, you're doing the best job ever, and everyone else, <laughs> this is what you hear or see. <laughs> I think we did do that. I love that. That's very cool. It's like Lyra's mushroom trip is just like, yeah, you can play the bagpipes. And she's really going, <laughs> <laughs> so it just sounds like normal bagpipes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. I love it. Uh, brilliant. Okay, so as Lyra, Krasis, and Tetra head down towards the market, we'll deal with the three of you first as you split the party. Um, I'm sure there'll be nothing. Better. No, no, I'm kidding. Uh, as, you, as the three of you head down towards the the markets, um, I'm assuming you're heading towards the uh, sea docks rather than the airship docks, just because you're looking for items like that are to be purchased. That's probably the more popular marketplace, whereas the airship docks tend yep. to be goods being traded between the the sky cities, floating cities, and the um, the Empire of Oceania. As you make your way down towards the docks, Lyra, your second day in a row heading down towards the docks as you lead the others through the streets. Um, very, very quickly, as you pass through the main thoroughfares, uh, there are so many people. Oxenfurt has always been a busy city, but for those of you who might not be familiar or might not have spent a lot of time here, it probably is still a little bit overwhelming, that experience of stepping out into this crowded city. The noise of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people talking all at once. 
assails your ears. The smells of spices, meats, cooking, and strange animal smells as well assail your nostrils. The colors and the number of people pushing through assails your eyes. All of your senses are just bombarded by the sheer life that exists around the market docks in Oxenfurt. As you pass through many of the stores, you see a number that supply food, some of it fresh, some of it um, already preserved and packaged, ready to be taken on long journeys. Obviously, a number of sailors come and restock here for, for long voyages. There's many, many provisions ready for long voyages, preserved and salted or, or wrapped in leaves or even some preserved with magic. At the upper end of the docks, you find a glass case with frost crackling around the outside of it. As you can see, these brilliant looking stakes inside. Uh, and you can see uh, above the glass, this uh, very pale blue white gemstone, maybe an aquamarine or a, um, an ozerite crackling with frost and powering this, this ice magic, keeping everything inside frozen and preserved. And a, a very proud looking wizard going, yes, you want to keep your food fresh for long journeys. You need to get the arcane frost lance as he gestures around this like very small gemstone, slowly leaking <laughs> ice onto the, uh, onto the tray below. Um, there's also a number of places selling armor. Uh, Lockie, you'd see that heading down towards the edge of the dock. Lockie, I'm doing it again. Tetra, heading down towards the edge of the docks. At least I caught it that time. Um, Tetra, heading down towards the docks, only because of your facial expression. <laughs> um, heading down towards the docks, you can see a number of ships uh, that have their wares and display set up on the deck of the ship with gangplanks and ropes set down to help people on and off the ships, not even bothering to pay the, the permit for the market stall, just selling directly from the ship deck. Uh, a group of uh, half-orcs, or I should say Maloran orcs, um, selling beautiful-looking armors, but very mismatched as if taken from all various places across the, across the world. You can see that they've paired uh, a very well-made dwarven iron helmet with what looks to be some sort of like hide armor but made of a bear skin very sort of strange and it, it looks like they've kind of paired random armors together that just look as as cool as possible and they've just paired all these and they're showing them off going you want a good deal you need to get yourself a proper bearing and they're like gesturing to the armor set and having a bit of a laugh and, and guffaw around themselves as they show off these armor sets um mm -hmm. Potion ingredients, Lyra, you know exactly where to go. You just push through the crowds. You already have a merchant who you go to for um, alchemy and potion ingredients. You, you've been in the city for a, a number of months now. Um, as I've you... got the elbows up as I'm getting through, making sure yeah. you haven't gotten lost. I say number of months. Actually, technically, you've only been here four weeks. But still, yeah, you, you push your way through, you get to the merchant. Um, yeah, so the person who you go to for your potion ingredients, maybe we should do you first really quickly and then we'll, we'll deal with these guys because I, I don't know who they're going to want to go to. As I said, there's so many merchants. But yeah, um, Lyra, as you push forward through to your, your favorite merchant, um, you can see that she is a, a goblin woman, probably in her... Um, if, she, if she was a human, she'd be in her late 30s. You can see that she has uh, pale green skin, slicked back black hair, tied into this really intricate braid that tra like ravel, uh, travels all the way down across her shoulder, down towards her waist, and it's actually tied into her belt. Um she is currently wearing a pair of massive glass goggles that magnify her eyes about threefold as she is bending over what looks to be some sort of crucible, a Bunsen burner underneath, um, spewing flame from a red gemstone providing the heat source as she stares at this crucible really intently 
Uh, and as you step up and have a bit of a closer look, she sort of glances up and goes, oh, Lyra, I'll be with you in just a second. Um, very carefully add a drop of poof as the crucible explodes <laughs> into flame and she is thrown backwards, landing onto her back. Around, around you, there's this sudden bubble of quiet as everyone turns to look at this mushroom cloud of black smoke forming above the crucible, which then forms into the shape of a skull. As she sits up and looks, this goblin woman goes, Oh, that was a success, wasn't it? Must be very poisonous. If it it makes a cloud shaped like a skull, this must be my most potent poison yet. You see how much it cleared the space and the area. Uh, With the words of potent poison, um, very quickly a physical bubble emerges around you as well as a number of the patrons of nearby stalls sort of shuffle away (laughs) as quickly (laughs) as they can, clearing a bit of a space around you. Um, You would know this goblin's name is Khan, um, K-A-A-N. Well, what can I interest you in today, Lyra? What uh, alchemical reagents are you looking to experiment with? Well, I mean... I've got nothing specific. I mean, unless you're looking for a top-up of um, some mushrooms before we go, we're actually, um, oh, these are my friends, by the way, but we're about to go out on an adventure and um, I asked a lot of them were looking for some potion experience and so I brought them I, um, I wave, but I definitely am like part of the bubble that moved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. I'm sure it's fine. We're in a large enough space that anything toxic would have dissipated into the upper atmosphere. Please come closer. Let me have a look at you. I have a quick look around to see what other people are doing, and I no one's coming cautiously step forward. <laughs> as she pops up the eyeglasses, she goes, Oh, hello there, welcome. Any friend of Lyra's is a friend of mine. I'm Khan. Uh, lovely to meet you, I'm Crassus. Crassus? Tetra. Well, you're looking for items of alchemical value, uh, potion ingredients. I have some potions uh, as well. Th- that I am. I'm a bit of a budgeting... Um, Sort of, I wouldn't mind getting into the bit of herbalism and alchemy, so I was hoping to pick up some of the uh, things that would allow me to start getting into that field. Oh, you're looking for a little uh, tool or kit to get started? Uh, precisely, yes. I could I could throw something together for you. Uh, there's a number of different supplies that I could have here that I have in bulk. I recently got a very good deal with some merchants from uh, from Balmia. The dwarves, uh, the glassblowers there are unparalleled. So I have a number of alchemical supplies. Sorry, I digress. Is there anything in particular you're after? Um, so literally like the alchemist, alchemist supplies, which is yep. the gear, and the herbalism kit, which is the gear. Yep, absolutely. Well... Alchemist supplies would normally set you back about 50 gold pieces. Herbalism kits would normally set you back about, uh, let me have a bit of a look here, uh, five gold pieces. Aha, uh-huh. perfect. Um, yes, yeah, so well, I- I'd like to take both. Do I get like a two for one discount or something because I'm buying them both? You may have deals. you may have a loyal customer discount because Lyra here has been providing me with the most fascinating fungi, and she has been a very loyal customer for some time now. And I feel like we've become whole four weeks. Four weeks? Has it already <laughs> been four weeks? Oh, I feel like we are such firm friends already. Um, I think we can offer you a uh, a discount. Why? Why don't I throw in the herbalism kit for free? Um, and in fact, I will double it. I will give you two batches. The herbalism kit will contain double what you need. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I appreciate that greatly. Thank you. I will be honest. 
Lyra, that last batch of uh, purple and uh, green spotted mushrooms you gave me? They were very the poisonous. Oh, yeah, the ones that were on the back of my neck. I, I did have a feeling that that would be the case. Um, they were worth a lot more than what you think. Some assassin from the Black Hand paid me quite a bit of gold to acquire them. <laughs> uh, she has, like, a, a bit of a feel. Like, see if there's, like, you know, any more mushrooms, like, from that same spot. Oh, um, I probably would not want to take any more from you here in the market. Uh, I fear the guards might spot it and, uh... Oh, they put you on the watch list again, didn't they? Not this time. Wait. I look at Lyra and I just quickly like lean in. Is this a reputable source? Yes, the most reputable. Everything that I they mean, make like, works. I mean, not illegal then. You said watch list. We're in the middle of the public market, so how could they be illegal here? My apologies. <laughs> As I cautiously look around again. <laughs> the weakest defense I've ever heard. I love it. But I also love that it worked. Cress is like, oh yes, in the sky city of Volus, you would not have such criminals operating brazenly in the marketplace. Hey look, he's intelligent. He's not wise. That's true. Charismatic. They are the opposite then. He's yeah, not the intelligence to her wisdom. It's yeah. quite logical her reasoning, sir. Brilliant. Um, and what about you, my earth see friend? Can I get you anything? Well, I was interested in um, maybe picking up some jeweling things, but that glass blowing sounds interesting. Oh, yes, indeed. I do believe I have a glass blower's kit. Let me have a little bit of a look. Uh, and you watch as she ducks below the edge of the bench and begins rifling around. There's a moment when you hear almost like the sound of something fizzing very slowly, followed by the, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And then you hear this, tss. and a hand slowly emerges and pulls up and she goes, that was close. And then pops back down again as her head disappears <laughs> below. <laughs> a few seconds later, she reaches up. Oh, sorry, you go, you go. On a scale of one to ten, how close? You don't want to know, my dear. <laughs> she pops <laughs> back below again. You might need to buy some new pants from the tailor. Uh, a few <laughs> moments later, she emerges once more and places down a, uh, a kit in front of you, Lockie. It's bound in what looks to be a leather case, um, almost like a, a long suitcase or a long instrument case, and as she uh, unclasps the clasp, unclips the clasp and opens it up, you can see inside a number of um, tubes for glass blowing, metal tubes, metal rods made of this um, very, uh, very chromatic iron. There's almost this like glint across it as you can see colors being reflected, as well as a number of molds uh, and things like that to help shape the glass. I do indeed. This is my last one, it seems. Um, well, I, I, normally I would charge 30 gold pieces for such an item, but uh, as I said, for a friend of Lyra's, I think we can give you a five gold discount. Nice. Sorry, what was that, Ali? We didn't quite hear you. Oh, she's, uh, Lyra's just sort of mouthing, just like, you know, appreciation of the discount. No, no, no. Lyra, you don't understand that mushroom. I made 30 gold pieces of it. You gave it to me for free. <laughs> I feel like I owe you. <laughs> I mean... Thank you, sir. You don't also maybe happen to have a sneaky uh, tinker kit or tools. I mean, while we're, you know, bundling kits and everything. I have one kit. It is my kit. I could give it to you, but it will cost a little bit. Some of the items in there are hard to replace. Normally, have- normally a tinker's kit would cost 50 gold pieces. I think I can do something a little bit better for you. Why don't I combine your glass blower's kit 
which would be 30, and this kit, which would normally be 50. Rather than charging you 80, why don't I charge you 60 total? And that covers your debt, or covers my debt to you very nicely, and also gives me enough to purchase all the replacement tools that I need to do my job. That's me. What about you, Tetru? Sounds fair. Wonderful. I do love it when a bargain can be struck. Well, here are your items. And she pushes each of the kits across over the table to you. By this point, the crowd has started to move back in again. No immediate risk. No one's died in front of them. Normally that's enough for the Oxenfurt crowd to assume all is well. Well, Lara, I assume that's 30 a person. Oh, yours is much, much cheaper than the um, than mine. Um... I don't mind. We're a team. Uh, if you insist that, oh. well, I guess, uh, between a lot of us, I think we we should be able to do a lot of really cool stuff with the, you know, the, the different skills and kits and things <laughs> <Matt>. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. No, that we should, um, yeah, this would be perfect. Well, is there anything else I can get you today? Hmm. Did anyone still want any questions? Um, I'm all. I'm pretty much all done myself. Um, I think maybe, maybe we're good for this shop. But um, did anyone want armor? I remember some people was, were mentioning. Come, could you maybe give us a recommendation? Point us in. Yeah, you know, there's the place back at the guild hall, but um, I mean. It's always, you never know when, you know, maybe there's some secret stuff that you never know about if you didn't ask. I mean, those Valoran and Orcs look like they were giving some armor. I, I would be honest, I don't know much about armor, but the, the, the Maloran Orcs who have it set up on their ship, they seem very excited about their armor. Maybe that is a good sign? I do not know. I did not know much about armor. I will be honest. All right. But I have very specific tastes. That I am very aware of, Tetra. Maybe something took, custom, then. Perhaps so, you could head to the craftsman's borough and uh, get something commissioned. Okay. Let's see how we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That was good. That was good, man. I've dropped it before at people. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell her. Oh, Perfect man. timing. Okay. Great man, <laughs> my favorite. Uh, okay. Well, if there's nothing else, I will get back to uh, experimentation. <laughs> as the uh, as the goblin merchant gives a smile, as Khan gives a big smile and then turns back around, uh, Lyra, as you as you turn to go, you suddenly feel this like um, hand against your shoulder as Khan's like pulls up your hair and looks at the back of your neck and goes, "Ah, oh, it's just checking to see." <laughs> Unless I have to like take it off and feed it to someone to try and kill them or something, um, I'll try and keep it safe for you. You will have to tell me the results. The assassin from the Black Hand asked me exactly how the death would be, and I responded swift, but I did not know any more specifics. Yeah, I mean, we don't even know if it's painful or not. I could be excruciating. <laughs> Crassus, the way you guys are so casually talking about it, it looks disturbed. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, everyone should be. Crassus uh, <laughs> 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 just like backs away. He's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, alrighty. With that, 
the three of you begin heading toward, uh, I should say, Tetra, did you want to go check out the armor from the Maloran Orcs? Did you want to go get something commissioned? Did you want to talk to Howls under the well, earth? She'll have a look at the armor, but she's going to have to look very carefully because when she goes over there and, and picks up like the bear skin with the metal helmet, the metal helmet bonk, sticks to her and just... Oh, nice. Okay, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, brilliant. Yeah, as, as you head down uh, away from the, the main market stalls set up in the center of the, the Oxenfurt um, Sea Dock markets and head onto the ship, uh, the Maloran Orcs immediately rush over. Oh, welcome, welcome to the ship. What do you need? Uh, and as you can look, you can see this group all have very similar tattoos across their bodies, almost, almost matching in a way. Um, but subtly different across their left arm and back, but the right arm and chest and up towards the neck all have the same pattern. Um, you can see that they've come from the city of Drifthaven, uh, the floating city to north. That's actually etched across the, the right arm and onto the chest. You can see that they were fishermen for some time. They were involved in the, in the fishing trade. There's a number of catches that you can see that they all made. You get the sense that these lot are either cousins or maybe a close-knit family, given that they've all worked on these things together. In fact, as one of them sort of turns around to talk to another customer, a, um, a rather sickly-looking uh, half-elf who um, is like counting his gold, going, my master did not give me enough for this. You have to go lower. The orc's like, I cannot go lower. It is worth so much more. Uh, you can see that on their back, um, there's actually tattoos of each of them on each other's backs. All of them have them together, like holding arms in like this embrace. Um is Jin yeah, there? Jin is not there <laughs> on account of him not being a Maloran orc. He's blood kid. From, from this family, if you'd let me fucking finish. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> He's not a Maloran orc. He's a very naughty boy. <laughs> so fucking true. Actually, it wouldn't even be Jin though. It would be Swabby Seabeard. Yeah, Swabby, it's true. It'd be Swabby maybe, maybe, maybe one of them, as you like, look across, has a, a tattoo of Swabby Seabeard on his like, like pinky. Across. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> as the as the Maloran orc who talks to you, um, who brings you across, you can see that he is probably one of the younger ones, maybe in his late twenties, early thirties, um, dressed in this very traditional seafaring garb. You can see uh, layers of cloth bound together with shells, um, some uh, leaves and feathers, actually bound into the into the patterns that he's wearing. Very colourful, very bright, very vibrant, but very loose hanging. Uh, and very, you, you imagine, very cool in the hot weather, in the hot sun. Uh, probably easily dries as well. It's actually more of a linen as you look at it. Um, welcome, what can I get you? What are you looking for? Looking for things of value, eh? Armor to protect yourself. You look like you could get squished very easy as he looks towards uh, <laughs> Crassus. It's only because um, you're an elf. It's not because you look... I know. All I say to him is, um, thanks. Very sarcastically. <laughs> Well, who, who is buying the armor? Is it for all of you or just for some of you? Um, well, my friends might want to join in as well, but I... Sorry, um... I was wanting something. Something to protect myself, but I, I can't really wear armor. What do you mean you can't wear armor? What is this nonsense? I'm armor. He, like, reaches over, picks up the helmet, goes, What are you... And then as he gets closer with the helmet, trying to put it on... <laughs> <laughs> The metal armor like goes to your head. He's like, oh, oh that's very interesting. <laughs> Let me, <laughs> as he pulls it off and places it back. Okay, we need to find something that is not made of metal. Um, we have other items, items that could be uh, could be good. What sort of style are you looking for? Are you looking for something light, something easy to move around in, something a little bit more protective? We have some uh, armor that has been studded with uh, carapace from the giant sea crab. That could provide some protection for you. 
Hmm. A normal I mean, studded leather armor, I'm assuming, is not appropriate, eh? No, not, no. It would cause problems. Um, you know, something a little more sturdy might help. Might a little bit more sturdy? Something like a breastplate, but not made of metal. Mm, it's about me, no, not, not, well, not super light and swishy, although I do like my light and swishy. Um, something, yeah, something a little bit more sturdy, just a little more sturdy. Something like a chain mail, but not made of chain or mail. <laughs> <laughs> a shirt. <laughs> not a shirt. <laughs> I have the best protection for you. It is to stay inside. <laughs> yeah, maybe you, maybe you are you are you are giving me challenge. I like it. It is good. It gives me good challenge. Hmm. Let me think. Uh, maybe it sounds like you're looking for something like um, let's see, something like a scale mail or a half plate. Oh no, that's that's too heavy. Too heavy. Uh, medium ish, not too heavy. But the half plate and scale mail are medium armors. Are they? Yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> yeah. This is Owen talking now. Yeah, so uh, the medium armors wow. are hide, chain shirt, scale mail, breastplate, half plate. All of those wow. are medium armors. Yeah, hide's probably the way to go, isn't it? For a druid. Yeah, you can't really wear anything else. No, I mean, like, unless you find scale mail that isn't. So you're, like you're thinking, uh, so would you, if you. Just, just as a, this is a mechanics thing now, as, as Owen the Deer. Yeah. No, I'm going to do it in character. I'm going to have you, I'm going to have you interpret this in more law and all because he talks it through. <laughs> no, right. I'm not going to um, do that. Um, okay. This... If, if, all right. If, if we're just going to go straight full into mechanics, then I think hide might be maybe, would be good, but I think it's probably a little bit too less. I could squeeze another AC out if I go a bit higher. Yeah. So, 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 so the only reason you'd go hide over studded leather is because you're not proficient in yeah. light armor because... Studded leather and hide have the same base, but hide maxes out at a plus two on the dex mod. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, otherwise, chain shirt is thirteen plus your dex mod. Scale mail is fourteen plus your dex mod. Breastplate's the same. Half plate's fifteen plus your dex mod. But all of those are to a maximum of two. Um, I think so the probably the breastplate is going to be the best for you because yeah. it's fourteen. It's hard though. I don't think yeah. we have the gold for it. Yeah. yeah. So breastplate's. Well, actually, scale, scale mail might work. That's um. I think does give you disadvantage on uh, stealth checks, though. It'll be fourteen plus dex. Yeah, 14, 14 plus dex to a max of two, and, you get, yeah. and you get disadvantage on stealth. Whereas the breastplate, you don't get disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, stick with the breastplate then. But also remember, I've only got thirty gold here as well. Yeah, breastplate's four hundred. <laughs> the breastplate, the breastplate's yeah. definitely like a <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a good medium aim. armor. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good one to aim for in the you know when we're a bit higher, got more gold. Yeah. Maybe maybe hide's a good place to start for you. So hide arm is going to set you back ten gold. Oh fuck yeah! That's... All right, yeah, I'll do that. So hide will give you twelve. Though actually, are you are you proficient in light armor? I mean, like, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'll take the studded. Though, take I'll, the studded. I'll, I'll I'll say this though. Like, and if you want scale mail, like Crassus would throw in gold to make up the difference. Mm, that's a lot if of. Fire would you have Sure, cool. I'm not, I'm not 50, 50 gold for the scale mail, but you do get disadvantage on um, on stealth checks. Whereas if you nope. go for the studded leather, 12 plus your dex mod, but no cap. And it's only 45 gold pieces. Mm -hmm. And you could you could try and negotiate it down, I'm sure. Yeah, I'll get a shield later. Yeah, yeah I, might, I might go that option. Oh, if you want to go shield, they they would, you could go a hide, you could go hide armor and a shield. You could definitely talk to them about that. We, also, we sell all sorts of protective items. If you're looking for things like a shield as well to go along with your armor, we could offer a matching set. 
Yeah, that would be nice. Well, we have here. You, you look like a discerning lady. Am I right? Of course. We have something special, something special for you. This is a special type of armor. Only those who stay on the sea often wear this. It is very rare to find landlubbers walking around with this, but you seem special. Plus, I think the color would suit your, your crystal color very nicely. Let me go get it. Uh, and as he disappears below the deck, you see the captain walk over, have a bit of a look at the young lad disappearing below deck. As he looks over to you, he goes, what did, what's, what did the young lad tell you he was going to get? Something pretty, something wonderful. Oh, shit. <laughs> the captain turns and walks away. A few seconds later, the young Maloran orc scrambles back onto deck holding uh, what looks to be a large crab carapace, bright red. And as he lays it out, you can see that it is carapace armor made from a red crab and a shield made from the, the head of the crab that <laughs> matches. And it's all this bright red color. Um, the shoulder pads are the claws in half. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> and there's like the legs. Cool, the legs are arranged into like fake ribs down the uh, the central body. <sighs> you like, you like. This is very special armor. We we have not we have not sold this to any other customer. Only special for you. I'm gonna inside check this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Is <laughs> he just fucking with us? me 19 uh-huh. no this lad may be keen and very eager to sell this does seem like legitimate armor he doesn't seem to be trying to like I, I will say you get the sense that when he said like no other we've not sold this to any other customer we've saved it for you i mean that's bullshit he had no idea you were coming clearly no one else has bought this you don't get the sense it's because the armor's deficient in any way you think it's just because the statement of walking around wearing a crab <laughs> it's a bit intense um i mean people might look at you and think carcinizations occurred early uh you look very much like a crab um or cancerization carcinization yeah whatever that uh, evolutionary trend is that everything evolves into a crab eventually um, you get the sense that this is not the only hide armor they would have on the ship. By no stretch of the imagination, <laughs> you get the sense they're trying to offload something maybe they've struggled to sell in the past. You know, I, I'm not really feeling the orange. I'm sorry to say. Oh, but this is a lovely red. It goes very nicely with your eyes. I, I, I lean in quickly to Tetra and I go, you're not going to buy that, are you? It's hideous. <laughs> you need to try chance. it on. You need to try it on. You need to try it on. See if it suits you. You never know until you try it on. Say I yes to the crab. More <laughs> it's like say yes to the dress, but... <laughs> uh, just a heads up, Ali, your NVIDIA broadcaster has uh, lost your webcam, just so you know. She's back. The sound. Wearing I, red I, means you're confident. I mean, chat seems to think the crab arm is pretty cool. This definitely, yep. this definitely oh. wasn't something I improvised on the spot for fun just to fuck with Michael. <laughs> <laughs> crab people, crab people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I don't know, guys. I mean, I don't want you to give in to peer pressure, Michael, but there's a lot of peer pressure and you should give in to peer pressure. Um, <laughs> Fine. No, 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 you don't have to kill you. I, I feel bad now. I, don't, I never want to be a bully. Wow, <laughs> 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 
What do you say? Uh, do, do you want to try it on? It is pretty fantastic, no? Alright, I'll try it. She'll try it on. Oh yeah. Oh, we should. I should put on crab rate. If it wasn't, um, if it wasn't going to get this uh, <laughs> video and our YouTube channel demonetized, I would play crab rave right now. I can love crab rave. Great on Beat Saber. Um, it's like a free wild shape. <laughs> I mean, I just want to say that chat are really talking about the crab armor. I mean, you could be that you could be the talk of the town too <laughs> with this crab armor. Uh, as as you try it on, there's a faint smell, a fishy smell. Um <laughs> as you put the armor on that permeates around you at all times and as you try and like force some of your crystals that emerge through your shoulders through, it's a bit of a tight squeeze. At one point you can hear the groaning from the chitin and you worry that if you push any further you might actually snap a bit of this shell but you do manage to get it on and as you turn around you see the Maloran orc is holding out a helmet that has the crab face <laughs> like etched out for the for the uh for the your face to fit in and then the antennae still in position like rising up about a meter from this thing and as he holds it out and goes to like put it on your head uh he seems very excited It's just Tetra gingerly puts the helmet on, very gingerly. Um, the Malor and Orc, this, this lad steps back and climbs and goes, Oh, what a vision! <laughs> I feel like if we weren't going to get eaten before, I definitely am now. <laughs> wow. It's a good point, actually. That's a great point. That's a good point. Oh, you're going to pass up on this amazing armor, one of a kind armor. Do I feel anything different? Does it feel like no? Just it's just hide armor. Just hide armor. <laughs> Wait, you're not holding the shield, and we have a club that goes with it as well. <laughs> Hands you the shield, and then a giant crab claw stretched out to make a club. <laughs> oh no, it'd be it'd be like the flipper. You know how um, crabs have like the paddle at the back to help them swim. <laughs> Hands you that. <laughs> Here's your club. Oh, you look amazing. A smell. <laughs> ah, this is the smell of a warrior. One who has vanquished many sea beasts. No, it's the smell of something that's been washed up on shore and left there. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit like that, but that is the smell of victory, is it not? <laughs> victory for who? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I put the armor back now. <laughs> Takes the armor off you, puts it away. Comes back with much more um, reasonable hide armors. Uh, there's a couple of different colors. You can see they're all made from similar creatures. Um, most of the designs are very muted, um, but uh, and could be easily tailored to, to match in around your crystals. Um, any any color you're after, uh, Loki, they would probably have. There's a number that are painted with various symbols of the um, of the uh, wood elves over towards the far far east of uh, of Oshia. Um, you can see there's a number of like spiraling leaf patterns. Uh, there's a couple of ones that have been stained white, a few that have been stained with uh, various shades of brown and gray and black, uh, as well as a couple in various other muted colors. Um, one that's a, a very light blue marked with white swirling patterns of the ocean. Uh, as well as some that are just like your very classic hide armor. No, I'm going to subscribe to something a little bit. <laughs> the smell of victory for the merchant selling the piece. <laughs> yeah, that is the, that's the victory. 
Um, there is a bet amongst the Maloran orcs. The one of them who can sell it um, gets their year's uh, drinks paid for by the captain. <laughs> Just a bit of uh, like behind-the-scenes lore for you. All right. Well, she'll she'll search there and she'll find probably the um, probably a light, probably the light blue one, the light blue with with um, the darker blue etchings on it. Yeah, brilliant. Yes, a very fine piece. And you're looking for a shield as well. Yes. Uh, looking for anything in particular? Oh, not metal. So something maybe wood or I will have a look. Heads back down below and emerges back with a number of wooden shields. Um, some of them painted, some of them unpainted. Um, very standard looking wooden shields. A couple of different sizes and shapes. Uh, standard circular buckler, um, half tower shield, full tower shield. All, all the different options of shields. Yeah, I think, I think I'll go half tower. Half tower? Brilliant. Yeah. Well, all up, that will come to 20 gold pieces. And it is a steal at that Okay. Are you sure you don't want to take the crab armor? I could do it for 10. Crab armor and the shield? I will pay the other 10. You just can't tell any of my crew members that I paid the other 10. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll go with this one. Okay. I think this one's nice. <laughs> but good luck. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you hand over the 20 gold pieces, um, he hands over the, the armor and the shield. As he turns towards uh, Crassus and Lyra, he goes, What about you, crab armor? <laughs> no? Okay, it was worth a try. I mean, like, it does look good as I look around awkwardly. He's, he's going to make an insight check. <laughs> nah, I'm not kidding. <laughs> he sort of sighs and goes, One day one of us will sell it. I really hoped it would be me today. I uh, owe the others a lot of money for drinks. This would pay their toll back, but maybe another time. Good luck. I can't hear you, Ali. I think you might be muted. <laughs> <laughs> for podcast listeners, uh, Ali just threw up her hands in disgust and mouthed, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> just for those of you who don't know the visuals. Oh, now she's like punching the keyboard. She's really getting angry. Like you can see she's smiling, but there's like an anger there. Oh wow, yeah, she's going for it. There's there's a I've always said this. I reckon that that like cheerful smile and innocent expression hides just a rage, a seething mass. Yeah, she's nodding, yeah, yeah, I thought so. <laughs> she's gesturing to all of her, which I imagine is how full of rage she is. It's it's up to here. She's shrugging. I guess that's right. Um hopefully when Ali's mic works again. <laughs> oh man. Turn it off and turn it back on again. <laughs> um, just, I reckon, I reckon, here we go. Let me, I, I reckon I can fix this. Just take control. Audio settings. I'm going to specifically request the other microphone. Um, microphone and video broadcast. Oh, there aren't any other options. I can't, I can't specifically ask for any other. Uh... That's so interesting. Normally I can request other microphones. Yeah, I can for Jared. I can for everyone else. I can request specific uh, inputs. That's so funny. Oh, well, never mind. Um, <laughs> as as you as you wrap up your purchase and begin heading back towards um, the markets, we're going to jump over to our other lovely, lovely players. Now and Niles. The two of you make your way through the busy streets of Oxenfurt. Rather than heading uh, in the westerly direction towards the coastline, towards the, the bustling marketplace, you instead head north down the main thoroughfare. Um, 
passing a number of other businesses, a number of other um, shop fronts. You can see there are clothiers, a few restaurants that you pass by as well before you arrive at the Guild Hall of the League of Adventurers. This massive opulent building made of white marble marked with green tapestries with the uh, symbol of the League, this shield with a dragon's head on one side, a sword on the other, and underneath it says the League of Adventurers, Oxenfurt Chapter. As the two of you begin walking up the steps, heading inside, um, the, the light that's outside blinds you for a moment before you step in and the shadows seem even darker until your eyes adjust and inside you can see this long hallway filled with all different groups, all manner of adventurers preparing or coming back from journeys, cashing in rewards, bragging and discussing various achievements that they've they've made on, on, previous, uh, on previous tasks. And as they notice you, then notice the badge. A little hush falls across some of them as they whisper and point and you hear snippets of conversation like, oh, that's the new team. I applied and I, I, got, I got such a lovely letter back from Mira. Maybe next time? Oh, maybe one day. As you guys pass through this almost like cloud of whispers following you as you, as you pass down the hallway. Um, noticing something's up, a woman steps out of an office, a half-elf. Auburn hair, graying on the sides, dressed in a very professional-looking business suit. Um, tan skin, you suspect it probably half wood elf. As she steps out holding a clipboard, looks over at you, notices the symbol, and then immediately begins walking towards you, her um, boots clacking on the uh, on the stone, uh, cobblestones, as she steps towards you. As she walks up and stands in front of you, she clears her throat softly. <clears throat> Tempest Adventuring Guild? Why, Yes. Yes, we are. Well, now, I see. I see Mira has been a little bit. Sorry, let me get the voice right. <clears throat> I see Mira has been busy. I am Sylvia Whistlewood, curator of the uh, Oxenfurt chapter of the League of Adventurers. Pleasure to meet you. She reaches out a hand you. to shake your hands. Oh, what, what, what an honor! It's lovely to meet you. Well, this is this uh, is my friend now. This now this. <laughs> Now this. Now this. Now this. Now this. Now. Lovely to meet you. Well, I understand that you are here with a message from Mira, correct? No, by your blank expressions, I was wrong. Apologies. I assumed that Mira would have an update for me on the situation with the giants, but um, it appears not yet. I imagine she's quite busy. Uh, hopefully she can find time to send me a report uh, eventually. <laughs> she reaches oh, down and begins scratching a note onto her clipboard. We're actually on our on our way there in the north to see what's happening with the uh, with the hill giants. Oh, well, she said she was putting her best people on it. It is good to see that that is the case. Well, I, uh, if you have no report for me, I better get back to work. I'm a rather busy woman, but um, please, obviously, as a member of the guild, uh, all of our all of our comforts, all of our services are open to you. Uh, please don't hesitate to come and contact me if you have anything that you need to ask. Otherwise, if you're looking for the various uh, market halls, uh, please head down the stairs to your left. We shall do that. Thank you, Sylvia. No problem at all. Oh, you too. Well, lovely to meet you both. Now, uh, as she turns around and heads back, you suddenly see her pause as she looks up and goes, No, 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 Black Bulls, come back here this instant. You have not fulfilled your quota for this month. As she begins chasing down a group of adventurers who rush through very, very quickly, trying to avoid her detection. As uh. they drop down, you can see a warforged a Goliath, a monstrous-looking Leonin, uh, accompanied by a small gnome who's riding on the back of the Leonin as they stop. Um, so as they're trying to sneak through the gnome being like, 
I, d I don't think she's seen us, lads. If we if we just run, really run right now, I mean, she's not going to catch us. And then as he says that and turns around, she's standing right there and he's like, shit, we've been booked, scatter! And he throws himself off the back of Leonin and like tries to run through the crowd um, before you see this spectral hand emerge, grab him and drag him back towards Sylvia as she holds her hand up and cancels the spell and looks down and goes, I think you'll find that the guild is rather more adept at catching you than you think. You have some dues you've yet to pay. Come with me to my office. And as the hand grabs him and drags him towards the office, you see the rest of his comrades sort of look quite forlorn. And he goes, avenge me. Oh, don't be so dramatic. You just need to, oh, for fuck's sake. And she drags him into the office. Uh, the rest of them turn to look at each other and go, oh, I think he's going to be made to fill out forms. Oh, not forms. <laughs> see them all like overacting to the uh, nth degree. Uh, alrighty. Well, as the, we can't hear you, Ali. Try again. No. It's still not working. Look at you! Oh, oh, I don't know. Sorry, podcast <laughs> listeners. I realize I just shouted very loudly in your ears. Please, please forgive me. I'm sorry. Um, hey! <laughs> um, do, do turn the volume down. I could go like, hey! <laughs> that works, right? Um, nice. For podcast listeners, I just threw myself backwards on my chair and screamed. Uh, so, as uh, as the two of you, as now now and Niles begin heading down the stairs, uh, you reach what looks to be uh, almost like a um, almost a, a cylindrical room, a circular room, with a number of uh, stone outcroppings that have been carved away to form bench tops and pass throughs. And within each one, you can see a number of different merchants uh, offering different wares, offering different services. Some of them offering. Um, spell casting components paper there's some that are offering armor but you can see the price tags are enormous uh, like there's a hide armor there that they're charging 20 gold pieces for simply because it has the symbol of the the green tabard of the league of adventurers like marked on it and it's been signed on the back by one of the members of the uh, of the heaven's gate <laughs> oh wow oh wow Amazing. Uh, um you make your way towards a uh rather uh, larger uh, booth that is clearly set up with potions on display. You can see a number of red healing potions of different sizes and different intensities set up on a stand, as well as a couple of other potions of various types. One that shows um, a black roiling liquid that's moving under its own impetus inside the vial. You can see another one that looks like a blue, almost like a very light blue liquid with bubbles rising. But as the bubbles get to the top, they then begin sinking again. So this continual movement up and down. Um, as, as you approach, uh, you can see there is a bell marked with, uh, do not disturb on it, <laughs> but no one seems to be manning the potions booth. All right. Now they start collecting them. <laughs> oh, 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 now, um, oh, no, no, put, put those down. We haven't, we, we haven't paid for them yet. All of these. Yes. No, all the we, we, we need to pay for them now with, with the money that you got before. Pay with money. Yes. Do we not keep the money? Protect the money? No, but we need to. It's an exchange, see? Um, we give the money. We get the potion. That's that's how this works. We can't give away the money. But then we won't get the potion now. But I'm taking the potion now. No, but but now you, you don't you don't understand. It's a it's an exchange. It's it's a currency. If you take the potions without giving the money, we will all get in trouble. We don't want that. From whom? 
me. And you see a gnome <laughs> pop up from behind the desk. I was just waiting for the right time to jump in and that seemed perfect. No, um, you see a gnome pop up from behind the uh, behind the desk. Um, she is a much older gnome, probably in her late 200s to 300s, judging by her wrinkled oh, yes. appearance. <laughs> She's oh, wow. like collapsed in on herself. As she stands up and looks at now, she goes, you know what I do to thieves? Especially thieves made of stone. No. Would you like to find out? And she yes. raises a hammer <laughs> from behind the desk. Oh. I, I oh. raised my wimple <laughs> from behind my back. <laughs> oh, no, I think there's been a terrible misunderstanding here. Um, yes, I'm sure there has been. Place the items back on the desk, please, love. I, I, I don't believe my uh, my associate here has been, um, uh, well, uh, planet side, um, uh, much longer than a month. Is that right now? Uh, no. Yes. I oh, now I'll put put the potions back. She's, she's just decision? getting used. So she's like, just getting used to the social norms. Um, I'm, yes, I'm trying to understand that we exchange goods in exchange for not getting hurt. Uh, not not quite. Um, it's sort of. You seem quite protective of your gold. Yes. I'm quite protective of my potions. Okay. You have gold. I have potions. I want gold. You want potions. I can trade so that we can protect each other's items. How does that sound? That sounds acceptable. Excellent. Ah, you're a quick learner now. Very good. How can I help you? What are you after? You're looking for potions of healing, judging by the fact that your companion had been taking all of my rather interesting potions of healing away from my desk. Anything more exotic? Are you looking for anything custom made? Uh, a potion of flying, Ooh. invisibility? What are you looking for? Oh, I don't need to worry about the flying part. Um, but what other potions do you have? Oh, if you can imagine it, I guarantee I've thought of it, made it, sold it for longer than you've been alive. What about, what about something that makes you go really fast? You should go really fast. A potion of speed, it sounds like you're after. Something to, to speed you up and give you extra movement, correct? Oh, like a... Uh, I was thinking more along the lines of, like, haste, perhaps? Or speed might be the right one, yes. Hmm. Let me have a little bit of a look, see how much that's going to cost. I need to pull open my... Here we are. So I'm trying to find my potions cost listing. I found it. Magic item costs. do do, do. So I've got so many tabs now on my um, on my OneNote. It's insane, <laughs> as I'm sure you can imagine. <laughs> the OneNote's become quite crazy. Uh, here we are. Potion of Haste was what you were looking for. Oh, I don't have one for a Potion of Haste. Um, I would say, though, that that would be very similar to... I'd say that's probably a rare item. Haste is quite... What's what's uh, level spell is haste? It's a third level, correct? Third level. Yeah, third. so probably that would be a rare rather than a... Yeah, probably that would be a rare item, um, similar to a potion of invisibility. Potion of haste, 180 gold pieces. Ooh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bit out of my price range. Um, hmm. What about just uh, let's just start with the basics then. Um, what about a, what about a potion of healing? Potion of healing, that's much easier. If you're looking for a standard potion of healing, fifty gold pieces. 
That would be useful. Um, uh, you couldn't couldn't get a little bit of a. What if we What if we bought a couple? Would you be able to do like a bit of a discount if we bought more? I might be able to do a little bit of a discount. Yes, I'd say I could probably do something like that. If you're looking for a couple of potions of healing, I guess I could sell. If you were to buy maybe four or five, I could sell them for twenty-five gold each. Oh, sorry, you're oh. looking for a standard potion of healing. They are twenty-five gold each. Apologies. Oh, oh, that's, I was that's much I was quoting you one of my more special potions of healing. Oh, okay. Yes, I was going to say that's that was quite steep. Um, the 25 gold pieces seems reasonable. Um, uh, I would be able to perhaps buy... Well, um, how about, how about for three, then? Would you, would you be able to do me for three? Ooh. Five. I'd do it for 70. 70 gold pieces for three. Ooh. Uh, what about see. five? What about five? Let me have a quick look, see what I can do... I could probably do it for 110 gold pieces. 15 no, gold discount. Put all of the money forward. Oh. 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 Well, it, is in a, it is in 100 and something gold pieces. She sort of has a bit of a look and counts through and then goes, uh, you're a little bit short, my friend. Seems like you only have oh. 65. Because you have 60 worry. plus I'll, whatever you started with. I'll, I'll put in the rest. Don't worry. Um, and I put out 50 to make it 110. Yeah. Oh, whatever, whatever, the, yeah. whatever. The, Claire, the uh, let's say, let's is. say now, put out sixty, put out the full sixty that she's been given, and then you can uh, that they've been given. You can keep whatever else is yeah. left over, whatever you started with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, yeah. And then now she put out fifty. She counts it very carefully and goes, hmm, "Lovely doing business with you. I think I could throw in a little special potion as a little uh, little gift. Oh, you know, well, for for saving for saving the world." Or at least your friends. Ah, or ah, did. Well, we hope to make our own mark on the world on this new adventure that we're setting up upon. That's why we came here to you uh, first. Very good to hear. She reaches down, pulls out, and hands you a potion of climbing. Ooh. Drink this, and you'll be able to climb around for one hour. Oh, how wonderful. Will, I know. Uh, yes, well... Perhaps now you, sh- you should take this one. Oh, but we did not pay for it. Oh, oh no, we have. Um, your, your gold, yeah. the gold that you handed over, is sufficient. It covers the cost of the potions and this as well. And you can guard this treasure, and I'll guard your treasure. Okay. Um, <laughs> take, take it. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. I'd love to see a giant statue climbing the walls. That would be really interesting. <laughs> I kind of imagine like your hands become a little bit like past, like, or yeah, become like a little bit past. They kind of like they, meld in. Yeah, yeah, meld into the stone a little bit. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, interesting. Well, for whoever needs it. I mean, yeah. Lovely doing business with you. Ta-ta. And then as she drops down below, um, you can hear the sound of glass sort of tinkering from underneath. So, so Niall Silverwind. Does this mean yes. that no. we cannot take things from the other stalls? No, unfortunately, we cannot do that. That is uh, what they call illegal. Yes, um, mm. yes, that is thievery, and you will get reprimanded and worse, thrown into a prison of some sort. You cannot do that. Mm, okay, no, no, we do not want to go into a prison. That's not a good idea. No, not at all. Mm. 
But now, now we have no more money. Yes, indeed. Well, I still have about uh, ten gold pieces with me. Um, but yes, we are running a bit skint now. Hmm. We shall have to go back and get some more. Yes, I believe so. Perhaps we could speak to Mira. <laughs> she might be able to help uh, us. I'm happy to share that you are not going to get any more gold out of Mira until you do some fucking work. <laughs> until you do your goddamn jobs. Well, another voice just told me that we might have a bit of trouble with that now. <laughs> oh. Now, Silverwind, you are very glad to be here, aren't you? Oh, oh yes. I am, I am very excited. I cannot wait to hit the road with my new friends and companions and, and, and travel to this town. I'm sure the, mountain, the hill giants will be quite... Um, they, they will be okay. I'm sure well, they will be fine. We think as long as we bring them a present... That should yes. be okay, right? You did mention that. Yes, I, I like that line of thinking. Now I think we should we should definitely bring them something. I'm, I'm sure they will be more uh, uh, interested in hearing what we have to say, and perhaps we can quell all this uh, uh, tomfoolery. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you a fighting bird? Ah, that is interesting that you have asked me this question. I am a I am a practitioner of the uh, striking talon. I can show you my, 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 my fighting style if you would like to see it. Yes, I would very much like to see because maybe where I am from, I remember that coins were exchanged in for for fighting. Perhaps oh, there is oh. a city we could also do that. That would be... That is a very good... I hadn't, I hadn't, hadn't considered that. I didn't think I would need to sully these, 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 these talents. Um, but perhaps you were onto something. I, that is a, that is rather exciting. I think if we can, perhaps we should ask around and see if there's a uh, an arena somewhere or somewhere we can make a little bit of coin. I think perhaps even you now you've got some uh, pretty hefty little uh, well, I look well, stone fists there. I think you could dish, definitely dish out some damage with them. Yes. Ha! I am a lethal. Well, oh, so am I. That's. That's something we have in common, then. <laughs> Hit me. Did you hear that, Matt? Uh, what? Claire, uh, hit you, you might have said again. <laughs> did, you, did you say hit you? Yes. Um, uh, right, 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 right here, right now? Are you, you sure? Striking, striking talent. Um, uh, well, uh, as long as you don't mind, I can, I can certainly tr- show you, um, just, just stand there. Try. Um, I mean, like Niles looks around. Like, where are we? We're in the we're in the market hall. So yeah, yeah. There's loads of adventurers walking around you. You can see other guilds, other groups, every race, every class, every yeah, <laughs> just wandering around. Um, Niles like looks around, kind of like a bit like confused. Like he's like, a, I don't think this is the right place for displays of martial prowess um we disagree perhaps... look at how uh, all of these martial people like <laughs> now these have been looking around and it seems like the whole place is full of warriors and well um you do make a good point um sh- sure uh, i'll show you a bit of my striking t- fl- flying talent style um now takes up a, like a, a martial uh sort of stance uh, he's gonna make an unarmed strike on you. <laughs> Go for it, please. Roll to roll to attack. Yeah. 
that's a 13. That's probably going to miss. That's definitely going to miss. <laughs> oh, uh, strike. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just, like, slam in this ah. talon and nothing happens. As you pull it back, like, you, you look down and <laughs> it just feels a bit awkward. Yeah. That doesn't usually happen. Um, do you want to try again? <laughs> I can follow up. Yes. And then he, like, strikes with the second round attack. 13. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's exactly the same again with the other fist. You're like, oh! <laughs> There's this dunk, and then you pull back, and your hand's just there. Ali, say that out loud. Ali, say that out loud. Getting a little bit of a bird picking a fight with a window vibe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, that uh, this doesn't usually happen. Um, but then again, my 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 opponents are usually not made of stone, so that's that is a conundrum. Um, that is rather impressive. Your your natural fortitude is is interesting. Ooh. Our usual strategy is to stand there and take oh. hits. So. Oh. You like your style. Oh, uh, yes, did I think I'm going to need to um, to work on it, though. Um, did anyone notice, though? Was anyone looking? No, because it's like, it's just like, ha, ha, and then, like, all, all, all you heard was, like, uh, <laughs> uh, Niles going, ha, ha, <laughs> like, occasionally they'll sort of, they'll, like, look over as they hear that, and then they hear the dunk, and then now it's just sort of standing there smiling, like, nodding encouragingly, and they're like, ah, oh, Okay. And then just move on. There's no no great reaction because nothing happens. Like there's no consequence of this. It's just it looks like <laughs> like practicing, pretending to practice some moves, and nothing happening. Hmm. One more time. One more time, Nile Silverwind. You can do it. Oh, why, are you, like, why are you trying to cause a scene? Yes. <laughs> um, Nile's like rolls his shoulders back, and you know, his wings sort of stretch out, and um, he like takes a couple steps back, and he's like, "Okay, then you asked for it now." Natural and one. he like Natural jumps one. up a little bit and he's like Natural wings like one. fly up a bit he's like starts to hover up and he's gonna like kick straight down um let's that's see oh, baby give me the natural one i'm ready for it natural one that'll that'll hit 25 25 baby. will hit 25 is good uh I roll some damage <laughs> like a like a like a like a, i just fall backwards how are you doing uh how you doing now half my hit points Half your hit points. <laughs> level one. <laughs> level one. Um, as as you as you get past the defenses and strike a critical point, actually one of the glowing tattoos across Now's chest. As you strike oh. it, there's this flash of light, and Now just goes stiff and then drops backwards and crashes into the floor with a loud okay. like thud. Like, oh, oh, oh no! No! I'm the so room, sorry. <laughs> the room freezes as everyone like sort of stops and looks over at what's happening. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Pause, and then now you can hear this like really deep rumbling laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of now falling over completely horizontal and then standing up in the exact same way <laughs> yeah, as if gravity right. was a mere suggestion. Just like slowly <laughs> spinning upright. Yeah, just like slowly erecting and then standing oh, forward, uh, being like, "Very good hit." <laughs> now, now, are you are you okay there? I, I didn't I mean watching. to. They'll they'll give you a huge bear hug and be like, "That was wonderful." What a warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, man. I get it. I don't want you to stop. It's hilarious. Amazing. Um, 
Amazing. With, with that, the two of you make your way out of the league hall. A couple of people like, who the, who the fuck were they? I, I, I don't know. I don't know who they were. Like, what were they doing? I, I do not know. They just came in and punched one another and then like tried to steal portions and then left. <laughs> I, think it is, I think we want to avoid these people trying not to get too close. <laughs> As you make your way out of the guild hall. Um, the five and of then, you re- as, as we're like loudly going like you've just seen the latest members of the Tempest Adventuring yep. Guild oh, <laughs> wait these people got over my application what a joke <laughs> <laughs> um, as the five of you reunite outside the guild hall you can see a carriage has been brought forward rather than flesh and blood horses you can see that the front of the carriage is actually connected to this almost like a, a sphere with four legs made of metal coming out almost like a spider's legs in front and then the sphere is connected to the carriage itself by these wires and cables and metal plating uh you can see mira is looking over checking everything as she uh, peers over it and then smiles as uh, as you guys approach ah well welcome back uh, you got everything you needed for your journey uh yes we were quite successful at the uh, at the adventure at the, at the lee hall got a potion for everyone ah stupendous well here is your carriage uh all you have to do is uh from inside one of you can help steer and stay on the path but i have been told by professor griswold that it will stay on the path naturally it has uh, something he calls path finding <laughs> sounds intriguing this is his second edition of it. No. The first one was rather complex. Uh, this one is too, but he says that once you get an understanding of how it works, it is uh, rather successful. Or anything. I mean, I know with horses you have to feed them, but I mean, no, no, this requires no food. It is uh, powered by uh, the elemental magic of the giants. It is based on one of their constructs. Loki uh, helped uh, work with Professor Griswold on this. I believe he's also been updating the airship as well. I'll be excited to see the latest version of it. <laughs> Virus well, oh. just uh, like like just glaring sort of at this weird looking carriage thing. Yeah. Like, Niles is probably also just like this is beyond. Yeah, yeah, For yeah, podcast yeah. listeners, um, Matt is rotating his entire head around his body as he moves around, like shifting his head in position to like get a better view of the cart, much like an owl yeah. would do. Um, as uh, as Mira gives you a bit bit of like a a final look, I'm just so proud <laughs> it's so wonderful to be um, managing a guild and to have have such competent new members coming through I'm still so stoked about this business card <laughs> she waves the little feather business card and tucks it <laughs> away but good luck to all of you if there's anything you need you can use the communications stone inside the cart to contact myself or Azua uh, I believe Leosin has one as well Please have a safe journey and good luck. Ta-ta, Mira! Seriously, it's like we'll try not to get eaten. That is good. Yes, <laughs> wonderful. As you load into the cart, you find the inside is both spacious and comfortable. Um, 
the cart is a little bit larger than you might have initially thought, spaced out so that there are two seats facing one another, but easily room for three on each. As you sit down, you can see the seats are actually divided into three sections, and there's a handle at the bottom of each seat. Uh, would anyone be pulling on that handle? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Great. The second you do, the seat collapses back into a recline. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, is it like made out of like metal or wood? Mostly or? wood. Mostly the cart's made of this very beautiful polished, uh, probably like an oak or, or a reddish stained wood. Um, the inside is fitted with uh, with metal uh, housings and brackets, uh, mostly of brass. Uh, and then the fixtures of the seats is also brass as well. Very clockwork and steampunk-esque looking on the, the, the horse at the front that's pulling it, this this construct that's pulling it, and that's actually integrated into the cart. As you, as you get inside, you can actually see in the very center, uh, in the ceiling hanging down, is what looks to be some sort of um, metal plating uh, arranged around in a circle. Uh, and as you reach up and turn it, you can see that it actually turns the uh, direction of the sphere at the front. It actually moves in direction uh, in response to the circle inside. Like on a Ferris wheel, where you got the thing in the middle. Yeah, yeah, but above, oh, cool. above instead. Are we being cool? Well, Tetra's just going to start spinning the whole cart. Um, <laughs> as soon as this you, as really... soon as you spin, uh, I think it'd be probably like ninety degrees. It locks off and it can't go any oh. further that direction. Sorry. Oh. This is absolutely that creature from The Incredibles, isn't it? Oh, oh not quite. Not quite. I'll um I'll do a quick sketch and chuck it up on the Discord and, and maybe have it on the thing of what I'm imagining. But something more similar to like a an extended, almost like an egg shaped sphere, like a like an egg shape. But at the bottom, these um, spider like legs have emerged to help move it forwards, oh, and then the cool. top of it actually opens up and is connected via all these wires and cables and metal plating to the cart. Very cool. steampunk esque, but I guess I guess it is a little bit like what are the incredible what's called. Um, It'll come to me in a minute. No, the big one, the big bad yeah. one you're talking about, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Omnidroids? Omnidroids, thank you. Yeah, that's it, definitely, definitely, oh, definitely. Nice. Very nicely done. <laughs> yeah. uh, and with that, you'd load into the cart and set off. The journey northwards is uneventful for the most part. You pass by farmland at first as you leave Oxenford. Uh, Oxenford, you pass farmland at first, um, then beginning to reach areas of plains, areas of forest. You pass by some small towns. The first night you're able to actually get into uh, one of the smaller towns, uh, Posted, which is just outside the town of Oxenford. Set up at the inn, have something to drink, have something to eat, have a moment to, to rest and relax. And then the next morning you set off again. The journey takes you two full days. And at the end of the second day, uh, you reach an area of woodland that is set aside. You can see there's probably an old camping site there from other travellers who've been there. You set up camp and do your first night in the wilderness. As you sleep and benefit from a long rest, you find no dangers, no problems, no issues at all. In fact, the journey so far probably lulls you into a sense of security, a sense of safety. As dawn rises on the third day, a red sun rising over the east, casting long shadows, the clouds above, threatening to storm, but keeping their distance, still allowing the sunlight to pass through. The cart begins to go up a rise. You know that there's a small hill before you reach the town of Laspire. And as you reach the top of the hill, 
you can hear the sound of a bell ringing faintly in the distance. And as you crest the rise and begin peering out from the cart, you see the town of Last Spire stretch before you, a small hamlet enclosed by a palisade fence, gates wide open at the front and smoke rising from several areas inside the town. And in the very centre, rising from the earth, is a large sphere made of obsidian and metal, glowing, a spire of pale white light, occasionally shooting up through the clouds, pushing them aside. And that is where we are going to end for tonight. Ooh, what? Right. Oh, what is that? Oh, you'll have to find out next time on, <laughs> on Return of the Giant. You set that up so perfectly for me, for me Matt. Thank you. Um, thank you so much, everybody. Yes, we will be back next Wednesday for more Return of the Giants as the adventurers arrive, hopefully well prepared, at the town of Last Spire to find that all is not well in the town. Um, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Thank you so much, chat. You've been so lovely. It's been lovely having all of you like chat. Yeah. Spider egg, spider egg. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That's fantastic. And also a great username, just a ray of sunshine. That's fantastic. I love that. <laughs> that's awesome um thank you so much everybody it's so lovely to have you all here remember if you've been watching this on uh, on youtube or on the podcast um drop a comment a like a subscribe if you like it really helps the channel out we've uh, been making massive progress towards the 1000 needed for uh needed for youtube partner program thank you so much we really appreciate it um if it's on the podcast um chuck a review why not i think itunes and spotify let you do reviews i'm not sure about google play podcasts but if they do and you want to give us one I'd really love it. Thank you so much. But that's all from us tonight. Um, that's uh, the end of our D&D session, uh, Return of the Giants. We will be back on Saturday morning for more Grounded. Or I will be with a couple of other streamers for, for more Grounded on Saturday morning. Um, otherwise, you will next see our D&D stream next Monday night when we return with Curse of Strahd. But until then, stay safe, stay well. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you all again next time. Goodbye, everybody. Bye! Bye! Bye. Thank you.